Hello and welcome to a toy special of the Nerds Who Hoarded Themselves podcast. I'm Stuart Moraine, I'm joined as always by... Andy Hanks. And today again we're joined by... Ben Pardon from Bradline. Uh, John Locke. Perpetual hanger on. <laughs> <laughs> Cling on. Just keep showing up. Is that some afterlife thing? No. No, 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 it's a lie, Ben. Everything you can tell is a lie. No, so I, I write after I think. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, it's a he's, he's unwilling to own up to it unless I'm pressured into doing so. John Locke is actually a collective of several out of work. Several hundred monkeys with typewriters. I'm actually two guys in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> two midgets. Mm. Um, yes, in honour of Toy Hunter being back on Quest Thursdays at 10 o'clock, um, we are going to be talking toys in this one. Uh, toys we used to have, toys we love now, all that sort of thing. So uh, who wants to kick off with toys? I think Transformers is probably a good place to start. Transformers as, well. As it's a toy that's trans, uh, crossed the genders and uh, generations. Genders, yeah. generations. <laughs> <laughs> Girls can't have Transformers. Can we just... Sorry, that was six-year-old me. Yeah, sorry, the views of the John Locke Collective are no, no way of creating. <laughs> um, you just so said girls are silly. It's fairly, it, it's fairly certain that like we all we all collected Transformers in one form or another. Would it be worth maybe just doing a whip round and seeing like who's what people's personal favourite Transformer toy was that they owned? Oh. You could pick one Transformer. Are you only going to pick one? Well, well, you can you can elaborate, but I, think, you know, I, I, I can't pick one. I know what my absolute favourite was. It was Cup. I remember the day I bought Cup from Boots when Boots used to. Well, they still sell toys. But what I, was Cup? That always confused me. What was he? He's like a weird futuristic pickup truck. I think. With three wheels, wasn't it? No, he had four wheels. Did you have something that can go on the back? Um, if you bought I, the one I had was the Target Master one. So we had the transforming gun. Hmm. Well, the Target Masters, when they lost the ability to transform, they got powerful weapons. No, that was, no, that was when masters. they went to, in the cartoon episode, the Headmaster and the Target Masters. It was like a race of humanoid alien beings that got into, like, ectosuits. I remember the Headmasters, but the Target Masters were guns? They were guns, yeah, them, yeah. The Headmasters were. I'm very well Because the Headmaster yeah. toys, you pick them in and the thing would go up on their chest to show their power levels. The, the Headmasters, if Headmasters had come around, had I been a few years older, I would have mocked <laughs> every child in my neighbourhood collecting Headmaster toys. Whereas at the time, I thought they were amazing. So hang on, but, Headmasters was the one where the, the little guy, the little head turned The little guy folded into a head, yeah. And sometimes an engine, is that right? Yeah. And then, into the front of a car. then it gets weirder. So there was Headmasters and Target Masters. Which there was an Optimus Prime, wasn't someone there? Someone had right? to give up their heads and someone had to give up their guns. For a piece of cord in the right. cartoon, I, I forget what it was in the comic. Um, and then later came Power Masters, which were the engines. Oh, okay, right. Cause, cause and then after that, Action Masters, which was just we can't be bothered to make them transform anymore. But they like, funky. So they were and transformers. Then you had those weird ones so couldn't were transform. Giant <laughs> humanoid <laughs> toys yeah. with a transformer inside them. Steam at that point, right? <laughs> transformers that couldn't transform. I guess. Sorry, you were saying. Remind me again when they transformed. If because. Uh, Fortress Maximus. Fortress Maximus was, was a, a robot headmaster that then had a headmaster that was Spike inside him. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So how do you work? Did the headmaster, because it could turn into, you know, say X-Robot can turn into a car. When he becomes a headmaster, he's a robot, but his head retracts and he clips another head on. Is that how it works? But the new I, head I is a little was, dude. The way it works... There was a robot called Cerebros and Spike became his head. And then and Cerebros was the head of... And there was a space, like a cockpit space for Spike to sit in. But like Russian dolls. Well, it was the yeah, same with all the headmasters. When them. they transformed into a head, they were essentially sat in a cockpit because you had um, Daniel was RC's 
headmaster, oh, and he had a weird thing where he's like, I love you, Arsie. That was the creepiest. And it's like, part. you know she's a machine, right? There's a line of, I Your dad needs to sit down each other now. Yeah, yeah Daniel, I think too. And I remember even as a child cringing and going, this is wrong. <laughs> this is off. creepy and wrong. But if yeah. I had to have sex with a robot... <laughs> <laughs> The literal definition of a head fuck. Think <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to get like like, a, like an adapter. <laughs> oh, like a travel adapter. <laughs> oh. Two to three. I'm liking this as the earliest in one of these podcasts. It's gone unsavoury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. I was just thinking of cup, and I know what cup is, but I'd like to imagine he was part of some very short lived range called the crockery mustard. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like a crossover for Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and then of course those teas made. Like the <laughs> Don't get me started on Beauty and the Beast because it's just creepy how old that teapot is in relation to her child. <laughs> one of our um, one of our friends actually one of the guys who comes to the Chapman's drink and draw first Monday of the month Boston Tea Pie. Um, first time I just thought we should talk about that later <laughs> um, was, uh, he does a range of terrible Transformers they never made and his favourite that you can get on a t-shirt I think from Redbubble is a milk float and he's just called <laughs> Floater and he transforms <laughs> an electric milk float into an autobot he's called some milk as well and he's got a gun he's just like, and he, he's stylized to look a bit like the stereotypical 80s milkman 70s and 80s milkman and everything it's fantastic he's called Floater that's amazing because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of the Japanese so, Ian Blakeman his stuff's fantastic but, it out. but a lot of the Japanese ones were trains because like, the bullet train is such a bigger thing yeah. Yeah. in Japan yeah. but over Astro Train I never owned Ashka Train. He turned into a space shuttle as well? Yes. Was that thing yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was one of the triple changes. Triple, triple changes. changes. Yeah, yeah. Like a Blitzwing. Yeah, Blitzwing. Yeah. I had Blitzwing. Because there was that whole weird thing in the cartoon where their sizes would alter depending on... It was like they'd want Megatron's gun. gun Megatron. Having some of that, that'll do. You know, yeah, Astro Train grows into a train that's big enough to get all the Decepticons in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love that Transformers movie, but the point where they are just all climbing into Astro Train, like, how big is this? But, but, but then, look at Megatron. Megatron always kind of jumped up and then turned into a gun that could fit into Starscream's hand. I never got it. He, so he's the biggest Transformer that they've got. He's the leader of the, of the Decepticons. Basically, if you locked him away in a gun safe, if you tricked him into Transforming him and just locked him in a gun safe, job done. Mm. <laughs> or, or put the safety on kind of thing. <laughs> it's what Galvatron always made more sense to me. I transform into a huge cannon. <laughs> big glowy I thing. have Leonard Nimoy as a voice. <laughs> Orson Welles gave me my mojo. <laughs> but what about Shockwave, who turned into a giant gun? But didn't then, just, then just lay on the floor somewhere. <laughs> I mean, much, much the same as uh, Megatron's problem, admittedly. Yeah. Shockwave seems to have, like, Space flight or something. Like oh, he was a flight. He was literally yeah. a flying gun. He was turned to a massive block, which would like fly, like fly around. Yeah, well, he's got like something special. They left him behind. Yeah, <laughs> it's because of his one eye. The Autobots are very down on anyone with disabilities. Receptacles. <laughs> <laughs> what about projector? Was it projector or protractor? The, uh, the <laughs> telescope one. See, do you think you could get away with that at your current workplace? Like, just order a bunch of projectors and be playing their lab equipment. See how long it took anyone to notice. That <laughs> was the most. I didn't have it, but my friend had it. It was the most rubbish transformer toy. There's very little you can do with it. It but is he, just a microphone. But he could he could transform two ways. Like he could turn into a desk mounted microscope or a kind of space viewing telescope, telescope yeah, uh, okay. which is basically one's big, one's small. It's arguably the most powerful transformer in the world because if you could just keep growing you, you know I mean if where do you limit that technology like Megatron being able to shrink and grow or 
The most terrifying moment I had recently, talking of large Transformers, was rounding the corner in Toys R Us the other week and seeing the new reissue of Metroplex. Yeah. Oh, wow, and really? scaled up a bit, so it's like the biggest... I'm doing yeah, because I used to have Metroplex. Air hands to show sizes on the <laughs> video. Well I mean, it's huge. It's, you know, it's, it's massive. Absolutely. Talking about massive. <coughs> so <to speak. laughs> um, I, I always wanted, now I think, what was the name of the big white red aeroplane? Was it Starfire? Starfire. Oh, the really? Jetfire. Jetfire, that's yeah. the one. There was some issue about it, like Jetfire or Skyfire, something to do with, it had oh, yeah. a different thing for either the comic or the cartoon, that was I forget it. which, and it was very confusing. I wanted that, because it was like massive. It was basically... Um, it was basically just a Macross toy. That's exactly what it was, yeah. <laughs> a Macross toy. I think it was, something right. like that. It was some kind of Japanese rebranded thing but I remember really wanting that for Christmas and it was either too expensive but the, officially Father Christmas ran out of them that was the letter well, I got it was partly die cast wasn't it so it was one of yeah. the most expensive transforms on the market that was it well. I thought I didn't get it was he quite a weird looking plane it, it was like a plane yeah. with his legs kind of folded up over it so it looked yeah. like yeah. Yeah. so they were like kind of jet boosters at the back the, yeah. he had a weird head as well compared to the other because he had no mouthpiece but like prime but it was one eye and then sort of two weird mm. antennary ear things as yeah. well. It was an awesome toy. And then they kind of gave him a normal face for the TV series. And he was, a, I think, a former Decepticon or something. There was some... There was yeah. a very convoluted stuff. Didn't he have the same name as one of the Transformers in one of the Michael Bay films as well? Probably. I don't know. There, yeah. were, Michael Bay, there were Michael Bay films? <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that turned into the Blackbird, the SR-71. That was a... Uh, it is an eternal struggle to rein in Okay, let's the frustration com- about Bayformers when someone comes and goes, are you looking forward to the new Transformers movie? Good grief, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. And the more and I see of it, the less more. looking forward to it I am. It's I'm a great s- delight in the first review being like, it's bad. Like, yes! Told you. <laughs> yeah, but they keep giving him money because people keep going to watch it. Because people are obviously it's, just so stupid. Because Michael Bay no, it's fine. amazing It's hair. fine. We're going to go down Man of Steel territory at this rate. So let us not <laughs> open that can of worms, otherwise you can write off I'm all of the podcast. I'm sure I'm going to write down and say three words I'm not allowed to say. It's just, it's just so, well, I, should we at least, I mean, we're bad at this. Should we at least try and finish one topic? Yes. Back to the toys. Back to your favourite Transformer toy. So mine was Cup and potentially Grimlock. I love the Grimlock toy as well. I think mine's going to be a bit of a cop out because there were there were toys I probably uh, there were Transformers I probably enjoyed more Transformers were probably a bit more had a bit more of an impressive transformation. But for me, it was a moment when I had all of the Combaticons oh, right. at the same yeah. time as yeah. ha- as watching them on TV. And as a kid, that just blew my mind knowing that <coughs> they can you know obviously combining them into Bruticus. So yeah, five robots for the price of one, but Bruticus, the combined form of Combaticons, and seeing it on TV. And having the toys, that just yeah. that just blew I, my mind. I may be misremembering it, but you used to be able to, you could buy them individually, and they used to do a complete pack, didn't they? So that you could. I think complete packs are quite rare. Yeah, you could get them. I vaguely remember them in toys. I remember the Decepticons of the racing cars and the Autobots of the aeroplanes. Those ones and aerobots, yeah. yeah. Possibly Kellogg's. Yes. To save up yes. tokens, then send away from because I, I got had, the yellow racing car. I had one of the legs. I had a red plane as a leg, and I had that in primary school, and I never, ever found. The connecting parts for him, and I think he, I lost him down a drain. I mean, <laughs> that was that was my weirdest thing is that I had bits and pieces of, of all of them, so yeah, mushed together mm-hmm. weird versions of them. 
Um, and there was even sort of like, I think one of the stories had the idea that they were missing a piece that they could make do with another one, but their brains didn't mesh together right. So it was. I, I always remember my dad sitting with my Transformers just making one every one out of them. I think he got more pleasure out of them. I think that's probably why I had so many Transformers at one point. <laughs> I think my dad just enjoyed sitting there and like, oh, you made this out of it as well. So that's not right, Dad. But this, is me, this is me getting pedantic, though, because of any of the combining ones, it was generally a five-robot team. Yeah, apart from the Constructicons. But I was going to say the Constructicons. How did that work? Well, they were the first one, and I think two of them fused to become the body. Awesome, and then, yeah, I think they decided it was too complicated, which... I think it's partly why it never officially came out over here in the 80s. Mm. Yeah, because wasn't the Constructicons two for each body part? Wasn't it two to make an arm, two to make a leg? Well, there were there definitely six. There's only six Constructicons, so you need... Yeah, yeah, the purple and green then. ones. Yeah. The yeah. digger yeah. and the yeah. crane. Yeah. Devastator. 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 It has such a great moment in the film again. Yeah. The, the, the one and only film. None of this. The, um, there's a really cool picture that Jack Ademus did. Let's come see him at True Believers, 7th of February. He's a nice guy. Um, which is... It's a picture of Cup um, holding up his gun, you've got Devastator ripping through in the background. Nice. It's superb. I kind of want to get him to do a picture of all my favourite turtles. And... Well, who was... Uh, wasn't Devastate... Devastated? Devastator. His Autobot counterpart was Omega Supreme. Effectively, yeah. Yeah. Was there ever an Omega Supreme toy? Yes, and again, there were so many you couldn't get in the UK for reasons I don't fully remember or or I don't not research. But Devastator, Omega Supreme, Swoop, hmm. Blaster, Shockwave. Yeah, because yeah, I had a Blaster that didn't transform. He was like a oh, GI Joe size one. one. Yeah. What did he do? He, he was the Autobot Soundwave, but oh, he came some years later. He was more like a kind of. But he didn't have characters jump out of him. He just had generic robots and generic But he sounded, like a, he sounded like a DJ, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Look out and shout out. Wow. What about Power Glide? Remember Power Glide? Fell in love with that human girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've missed it. <laughs> it's crikey. It is that, yeah. Like Transformers movie. So many quotes quote. from Transformers. I know, right? I used to work in a warehouse where you'd have pallets going on chains and they'd get jammed and my friend was there trying to put it back on and I came around nowhere and I went, keep at it, spring him a boy, help hand and I nearly killed him because he laughed so hard he let go. <laughs> we lose more, we lose more co-workers that way. But unfortunately had the well, good sense to go, I've got better things to do tonight than die and we got the job done. <laughs> oh, I think, I think as, a, as a close second, I think it would be Ultra Magnus. Ultra oh, Magnus. Oh yeah. I, got, I, I remember when I got Ultra Magnus, I told my brother he could play with the white Optimus Prime not realising at the time that you needed to slot him in there. Yeah. <laughs> so my brother was devastated that he couldn't play with it. Mine was second hand from a car boot sale and he had no hands. I've I've got one hand <laughs> <laughs> on, at the moment in my Lego box. This is what I'm thinking. Like, I'm gonna, Ben's going to bring up the other hand. Transformers with Serious City is a gold moment yeah. where we find out everything interconnects. We're like, we got the touch. <laughs> <laughs> As a quick aside, that was the weirdest point in watching Boogie Nights for me when suddenly he starts covering Dan Bush's and stuff. <laughs> I know, I went this straight out so to, I went what? straight out to play the soundtrack for that because I was like, finally, there's going to be something with that song on it. I don't care if it is Mark Wahlberg singing. But it wasn't even on the soundtrack. Fortunately, I managed to get the Transformers movie soundtrack. I hated the nose for that when it came out on CD. I had it on tape. I bought it twice on CD because they did the 20th anniversary remastered in 2004 as well. So. Okay, good. There's still, because there was, I think, the first CD release, and then the original tape had a bunch of Vince Dakota stuff. Yeah. Some of Vince Dakota's best. It's, awesome. it's, rocky stuff. it's, really it's such a quotable awesome. film and such an awesome soundtrack. 
Yeah. And I generally quote the film as the music's playing, much to nice. my wife's annoyance. Well, more, she's annoyed that I'm playing Transformers in the car. <laughs> and also the fact that I'm going, they've got more shark to guns than we've got photon charges. Then let's hold a demolish a derby. Or my personal favourite. this mockery of justice. <laughs> my, my personal favourite is during Dare to Turbo Rubbing Young Punk. <laughs> At my kid, who's like, what? <laughs> It's like, you'll understand. As he walks <laughs> off, you're like, I'll straighten you out, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. This is going to turn ben. into, this will have a night where we sit and just watch that. It's like a live a live. Every time you can't do a quote, you have to take a shot. <laughs> Stuart and I are completely sober. <laughs> <laughs> I was there was a point where I could do... I There was a point where I knew that film off by heart, where I used to do my paper round, and if my Walkman was out of batteries, I would just ride around on my bike delivering papers, just... Playing out transforms the movie. <laughs> Which anybody stood the other side of the door so they're all in the morning waiting for their paper and I'm just like one will stand. <laughs> what the fuck? Just give me a paper, you freak. Dennis, the weird boy's back. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps telling me I'm gonna what fall. Was, what was your favourite um, transform? Oh, don't remember me interrupt the flow of the movie. No, no, no it's We'll, we'll have to do a movie special. We will, we will. Um, if we say any more quotes, we're going to have to buy copyright for the podcast. Oh. <laughs> mm. Only if we start singing. <laughs> I want the touch. I'm just on the I'm going to sit away Come on, Andy. I want the touch. Show us on the, uh, the original. At, at my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> It was RC, wasn't it? Be honest. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've already told my wife that if I die at my funeral, I want the touch to play as I go in. This is going to segue into some horrible theory where they're all convinced you're Daniel all grown up. <laughs> Shh! Daniel went wiki? Is that you? <laughs> right, okay. Yes, <laughs> back in the room. Um, <laughs> See, I want to be an Uber nerd now and do like because there were years of Transformers range by range. I'm trying to think of like my favourite each year, but that could take forever. <laughs> I won't be that guy, not this time. Swoop probably because I had a swoop and as I say, you couldn't get him in the UK. It was a gift from my grandparents when they came back from uh, a trip to New Zealand. You were that annoying so kid up the road. I was the road, one you? kid on the block who had a swoop. New Everyone... Zealand had it. Yeah, yeah. New, New Zealand. Zealand got it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um. <laughs> And it, he, well, I've still got him. Swoop is still tucked away in a box because um, you know it's one of those things. Not only is it an awesome toy that you can get in the UK, but it's kind of a you know a thing I can definitely point to and say my late grandparents definitely gave me that mm. and they oh, looked wow. out for it for me. So it has a lot of um, you know meaning, which is one extra incense that Swoop in the new Bayformers movie is like a double-handed monstrosity that isn't even called Swoop. That this, was when I rage, his, I rage quit the trailer at that point. Th- there's a there's a Michael Bay Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay away from the fire-breathing <laughs> Chinese dragon called Grimlock and you'll be fine. What the fuck is that? Like, Sorry. Right. Prime is riding around on... This yeah, is, my, awesome, this this is my big problem with it. We'll come to your favourite Transformer toy in a second. <laughs> okay. It's oh, just wait. the overcomplicatedness <laughs> of the Michael Bay robots. I know. I um, miss the simplicity of him just being a fucking that was truck. Did, I, yeah, sorry, well, did, did we go to see the first one soon together? Yes, I think we did. And I just we just came out. I came out completely confused because I couldn't. I just couldn't work out what the hell was going on. That was my biggest problem with all I of it. I couldn't tell who exploded, and Shia LaBeouf was annoying. And oh. there were some ass shots. Oh yeah, the slow motion 
bending over a motorbike trend. <laughs> Wait, I will not stand for anybody saying Shia LaBeouf is annoying. Surely not. Have you not seen Wall Street 2? Or Indiana Jones 4? Money. Money Get out the fridge! <laughs> The, anyway, uh, Andy's favourite. Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> Transformer toy. Toys. Um, I had. I'm, I'm not sure you like robots, but <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, I had uh, my grandparents. As soon as you came back from Blackpool, I walked my back. <laughs> not quite New Zealand. <laughs> Blackpool, New Zealand is a very limited <laughs> release. And came back with swoop. No. <laughs> Came back with um, my grandparents liked him. Came back with a go-bot. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took go-bots in a bit actually. And um, uh, came back with Optimus Prime when he was really when he couldn't get hold of him. That Christmas. That oh, Christmas, yeah. And I just remembered it. I still remember the box and opening up and signing it out of the box, and the, yeah, it was just fantastic. So it was Optimus Prime and Jazz, and nice. I've still got my original Jazz with his gun. See, I haven't got any of mine because when my mum divorced my stepdad. I lost all mine. I'm pretty sure they were for sale in Collector's Choice for a long time. But I couldn't very well walk in and go, pretty sure those are my toys you're selling there. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd have gone, it's off. <laughs> you should have written your name on the bottom of their feet, kind of Toy Story stuff. <laughs> I did have a handy on all of them. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. I stepped him up, you knocked him down. Because <laughs> I had Ultra Magnus. I had the Optimus Prime they did that was on the front cover of the Return of Optimus Prime D- uh, video. The where he's got one. the big guns on the side. Yeah, I, I love that one. Optimus Prime. Awesome. Yeah. Um, the base made more sense. His trailer, what it transformed into, made more yeah. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never one worked one. out what the original trailer was. It's a repair station for the car Autobots. Again, uh, we mentioned before we pressed record, they had the seats for the, for the, the little guys mm, system, right. didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was supposed to, because of course it was supposed to be that there were drivers for all the things. Yeah. yeah. The back was supposed to be a repair station, like a mobile repair station for the one. I don't think he was supposed to be a leader per se. But did he, the, did he have the little blue car? The little car that came roll, roll, wheels. Roll, yeah. roll, 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 yeah. Again, it had all seats. You could never work out what no, it was. Right. It was just like a weird car thing. It never I, occurred to me. I had quite a few Transformers that I lost. Like I said, that Optimus Prime I had cut. I had Hot Rod. I had Rodimus Prime. Yeah, Rodimus Prime is a good toy. I had Galvatron, which I'm not sure where I got Galvatron from. He just appeared. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was second-hand, but it might have been my stepbrother's one when he lost interest in him. Um, I had Springer. Yeah, what was Spring- Springer? Springer was the triple green triple changer. It was like a, a weird car and then a helicopter. A helicopter and then his helicopter oh, became a sword. I can never work out when it... Over, I remember the yeah, helicopter. Yeah, the three together, didn't yeah. you? Was <laughs> you like green and grey? Wasn't that... Yes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Green, grey and a bit of... I had blur like as well. I love nice. blur. Which one was blur? The one that's top of the I don't know. Oh, Septimons at Walls. Got Septimons in the air. Got Septimons in the air. What about... Septimons, Septimons, Septimons. Shoot them at the end and slit the walls. Shoot them at the walls and slit the kids. Whereas that leave us nowhere. That's where. In the cartoon, there was an orange... I didn't take a shot. I wouldn't have been able to do that. In the series, the future when they went back to Cybertron, future one, there was a orange Autobot who was a car and a helicopter. Was that a repaint of Broadspringer? No. I remember him quite Because there was several. No, Broadside was like a kind of a boat and a plane. Yeah. He was in orange and sorry. Yeah. I swore he was in orange helicopter. Oh, maybe he was green. When was, was, was it? I'm trying to remember. I, 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 it's one of those images which is kind of seared on my head as a kid, but there was a an episode where this, this daughter boss, he, was, he could do a helicopter or a car, was trying to rescue. A Decepticon? He was trying to like defect or something across to the, the Autobots. Like, there was no, you're really unsure as to his allegiances. 
And there's a bit where, like, uh, he transforms into a helicopter, but a Decepticon climbs inside him, pilots him, like you do, they fly away, and he presses a button, and goes, like, eat, eat, like, eat my dust or something, and then the helicopter's like, actually, it's my dust. And I remember yeah. that, like, so vividly. If they were unsure of what side he was on, they should have put their finger on his little sticker. Wouldn't that be great they, if they, that was uh, how it was in the cartoon? He's going to rub a little Yeah, you're cool. There's a couple that could change allegiance. There was one called Punch and Counterpunch. And yeah. He, and he was briefly in the TV series, but he transformed from a... Like, like he was a car. Yeah. And then he could turn into... I mean, it was literally just flipped him over, which is really, really sinister in and of itself. But on one side, he was a deception, and the other side was, or one was like Punch, mm. and the other was Counter Punch, and he was, I think, supposed to really be an Autobot with an undercover Decepticon kind of identity he'd forged for himself. And then there was another one called Double Dealer, who could transform from like a Decepticon and a dragony thing to an Autobot robot to some weird missile carrying truck. And again, apparently he was just an arms dealer who sold stuff to both sides under his two different guises. <laughs> that was quite... He got very political. Yeah, exactly. They were sort of advancing. They were like, well, the kids are growing up. We better... <laughs> the cartoons got really good after the movie. Yes. Oh, they, did a, they did really, some really, really interesting yeah. stories. The one with the infection. And it was yeah, we talked about that on an earlier podcast, didn't we? Was... I remember Optimus Prime falling off a cliff in his truck fall. That was like... Wasn't that like episode... One or two of the original series. I think, yeah. Uh, I remember he was on like like a ravine and just kind of... Yeah, he kind of rolled sideways. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In slow motion. It's a weird one, because I have better memories of the comic, because that's how I started with American comics. It's Transformers fault I'm here, getting the weekly comic, and had Iron Man in the back for a while. Yeah. The comic was brutal. Until the... um, Alcoholism story came around. That's why I've got so much time for Furman. Optimus Prime's alcoholism. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the, Tony started giving the bottle story. And I was just like, no, we kind of up in the back of a comic for kids. So out it comes, and in goes Visionaries. What the hell is Visionaries? Segway. I used to have Visionaries. Did you? I yeah. never had them. Yeah, I, I never I, I never I saw them on the show. Merits. I they... bought them about two or three years after they were popular, because, you know, Merits. Do you remember Merits? I used to be news agents. Test every test Yeah. They used to get all the toy lines about three years afterwards, so I got Visionaries. So they had all the liquidation stuff. Yeah. Time. Visionaries were the ones with the shield with the massive big hologram. Yeah, they had a hologram in it, yeah, yeah. and, and they, they had, had a hologram on their chest. How did yes, the toy well. actually work? Did, they, did it come with a separate toy for when they transformed into the beast? No, you just, just summon their beast. So well, no, it's kind it's of like would, a lion pops out of your chest. Or, like they'd summon a lion, and this holographic lion would appear, and then their body would go holographic and get sucked into the lion. So they would become, <laughs> the, they would become <laughs> the lion or whatever momentarily. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, the Clinton defence. I, 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 <laughs> That's I the saw, Phantom, isn't it? I saw an episode. I'm day TV series for not being as bad, but the part that I've probably just given it But the modern explanation of that is amazing. They but no, the toys, you just had a hologram on it. It didn't actually come out. It was just a hologram that, yeah. as a child, yeah. you're like, that's amazing because it's three-dimensional and it's in there and I can't get it. I've never seen the like before. But does anybody just quickly segue in back to Transformers but off of Transformers, there was GoBots. Does anybody remember the Rockmasters? Yes. 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 God, what yeah. a no shit toy they were. Nugget. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I had a brown one that was a bit like a poo. It was kind of a square. <laughs> I remember one rock. Yeah, I had a grey one that was a purple arms. And his arms came out the sides. You flipped his head up. Because I saw... We used to have a video van. We used to come around the village where I grew up. Okay, so the, and there was a GoBots episode with them in. Well, yeah, well, like it wasn't. Movie. No, it was the movie. Yeah, because like I really want to see the GoBots movie because there was a bit in the trailer that 
one, either one of the GoBots or one of the Rockmasters gets hit with something and just crumbles. I was like, that looks brutal. And that's in the trailer. No, because I saw that as a, as a kid. I, I, I used to get all... This is where I saw most of the weirder Transformers episodes, the ones which weren't on TV, like the post the movie, you know, when they go back to Cybertron, and the story's got really weird and quite disturbing. Mm. It sounds incredibly dodgy that you're showing incredibly disturbing videos in the back of a van. Well, yeah, it would have was a It's kind of like a slightly rusted uh, a transit van going around. You step, you step into the back, and uh, you wake up four hours later in a ditch. And, uh, <laughs> With no kidneys. Yeah. It's kind of like a shelving in there. And, yeah, you used to, used to get these videos, and I had no idea what they were, but they were cartoons. See, yeah. now those vans turn up and offer a meat raffle. That's pretty much what I got offered. <laughs> oh, it's all coming out now. Uh, the meat, the meat raffle. Is but yeah, they saw the GoBots movie in which the GoBots go to a planet inhabited by, as you now identified them, the rock. I'm sure they're rock masters. Or rock I'm sure it was rock masters or something like that. Yeah, rock lords. Was it rock? Yeah, I remember, yeah it was rock lords. The masters was very much with transformers. So yeah, and, would have wanted a separate. And unless I've seen brand. something, unless my memory is. Confusing me here, they could transform into rocks. Yes. Yes. And upon transforming into a rock, they sat there. Yeah. Yes. They're basically those things from Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> and the most action I saw... I've not made that connection before, that's superb. But one of them, in, in combat, tra- attacked by transforming into a rock and jumping off a cliff to land on an enemy. I think that was the most right. useful. That was the most, yeah. Yeah, the most useful got out. Or to stop paper flying away in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to sit there. Or to fight anything that transforms into scissors. The scissor trumps. I suppose the natural successor if you had Transformers was probably G.I. Joe toys. Never. I remember Action Man. I never saw G.I. Joe. Well, they were Action Force over here, but. Action Force, that was it, because you had the little ones. Yeah, I found one in the shed when I was sorting it the other day. It's my sci-fi one, but the rubber band that held them all together inside just snaps. So she's got no torso and other torso. Christ, that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, he had the arms and legs were held together by rubber band. And you band. have to bite the hand to help for him to hold the gun. So you know, everybody's <laughs> everybody's action force figures had teeth marks in the thumb. We had to bite it so it would grip the, the gun. First time an action force toy of yours, the band snapped. Was just heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he had leprosy because all of his limbs just fell off. Again, I lost all those when my mum forced my stepdad. Because <laughs> I had the um, Super Soldier. Do you remember if you saved up tokens, you could send off the yes, Super Soldier that yes. had the silver arm and the silver helmet? Yeah. Was that part of the settlement? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Toys were going to. <laughs> I was lucky I got my comics back. Because <laughs> my dad didn't want any of my crap in his house. Mm. So it was all at my mum's because, hey, it'll be safe there, it'll be fine. No. <laughs> I never. For me, uh, as a kid, it was always... Um, I kept them in um, kind of stacking boxes, but I had a white box where I kept my Transformers in, and I had a blue box where I kept my Lego in. And for, for me, that was just... That was it. That was perfect. It was all I could ever want as a kid. Well, there's a segue as well. I, I had I a white box full of Lego. I guess Lego, because probably Lego's the toy that's probably... Kept going. Kept going with us. When was the last time everyone here bought a Lego set? Or had a Lego set bought for them yeah, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I got the yeah. Ghostbusters one. Same here, absolutely. Nice. I, have a, I have a small Lego Batman sitting next to the TV. Hmm. Cool. In fact, I had a figure bought for me yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. What was it? Uh, March. Oh. Hmm. I, uh, I I spent a good twenty minutes in Smiths completing my Lego Simpsons set by just feeling the bags. <laughs> Stood at the end of the counter talking to the guy, kind of like, you know, I know this is a little bit weird, and <laughs> I made reference <laughs> to the fact that this is weird, but I'm going to be doing it. 
So let's just have a conversation. I was wearing my HMV shirt as he's well. He's a fiddler. <laughs> Dennis, that strange boy used to deliver our mails back. And he's, he's singing, <laughs> quoting lyrics. He's not quoting the Transformers really well, but he is touching everything. He's feeling Lego. <laughs> Where are his Lego? He's talking about light in his darkest hour. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the touch. Every day you turn up just to fondle their bags. I've not really done it. You're terrible. I've walked, been shopping in Sainsbury's and walked past the toy aisle and seen him in the toy aisle just fondling bags of Lego <laughs> minifigures. I've, I've never been comfortable doing it. It's fine if I've got Jack with me because I'd be kind of like, yeah, he wants a particular one. It's well, a nice start choice. Is this like, no. <laughs> it is saying something when you find your, your eye is caught by, was it the Ar- Arctic suit Batman and Aquaman fighting Mr. Freeze and I'm like, ooh. Oh, that would look beautiful. <laughs> I, I really want the Batman Riddler, Batmobile Riddler mobile. Oh, it's yeah, got with, a flash with figure with it as well. Has anyone seen in the Lego movie? Yes. And I thought they've never done a flash toy. Yeah, where's the Green Lantern Lego? There's yeah. custom made ones, but where's mm. the. I'm not buying custom made ones. The, um, Fuck those bastards who take their time out to paint a Lego figure. <laughs> My weirdest thing as a kid, though, is that when I wasn't playing with my Transformers and it came over to Lego, <laughs> Easy. I'd see anything I saw on TV which I liked, and you mentioned Visionaries, yeah. I would make it out of Lego. That was, was my, that was my thing. So, and I got into that Did you have the Lego with the bricks with the eyes on? No, no, never. I had every, every time I had a awesome. birthday or something, someone got me a small one. Sorry, just go back to Lego. Slowly. You seen that? Oh, good grief. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the... I think they've got visually impaired at home. They've got some in Toys R Us, Guardians of the Galaxy. Are they out already, are they? I don't know if it's that one, but there is some. a Lego Groot and a Lego... Rocket uh, Raccoon. With a big rocket launcher. Which almost erases that picture of Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon and Vin Diesel's Groot that I put on the Nerds and True Believers page. It's their faces, but as a raccoon, and which is just going to come back to haunt me when I watch the film. (laughs) But, um... No, Lego. Do you remember as well? Transformers as well used to come with it. That they come in a box with a gatefold. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. then in the window you could see all the bricks. And have a kind of nice plastic which you could easily punch your fingers. That's probably, that's probably probably bastards like you who ruined it for us. So <laughs> now we get the shitty packaging. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, I, was, I just kept breathing it. <laughs> <laughs> just kept punching the boxes and nicking the bricks. See, it's one of those things though, isn't it, Lego, where it does just transcend the generations now. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... Especially now they do the junior Lego. That's Jack's got the Batcave one that's it's like much simpler to build. There's none of the tiny little bits, and um, he loves it. Uh, unfortunately, it's not like, like Duplo or something. It's no, you've got Duplo, but then you've got Lego, but it's more simple. Yeah, they're Lego bricks, and they'd all fit in with your other Lego sets. But it's, it's just build. Yeah. instead yeah, of like eight bricks, it takes three big yeah. bricks. And because I, I would keep because um, referencing the movie again, my, some of my first special Lego because I used to collect all my Lego in a box mm-hmm. to the point where like Scrooge McDuck I'd just yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> swim, in swim in it I'd make, it, oh, make anything out of it. I loved it but I had my special Lego which didn't get mixed and that was the early space Lego yes oh, yeah. the M-trons and the black trons yeah. oh my god cool. you had like the base units with the, with the moulded craters around the corner yeah. with the three the holes yep. oh, loads of those it's why you know Benny yeah. Lego yeah. was like fantastic great name and he's a 80s... And he actually had the bit, the broken. Yeah, the little broken bit. They all broke. Was broken yeah. Because, you know, oh, it's just super... I, my Lego's probably still in my dad's loft, but... You guys were saying it's, about... It's pretty much lost me now, isn't it? <laughs> who's bought Lego recently, and that was it. We, we came back from Legoland having spent very little on action Lego there, because I knew there was a bunch of stuff about to drop that we wanted, including the Ecto-1. 
but also Benny's spaceship, spaceship, spaceship. <laughs> yes. And that sat there at home waiting because we bought uh, Ray the Attack because she'd always wanted an Attack and they're reissuing the Attack this mm. year. So she's getting that as part of a birthday present and I've held back my Benny so that I'm not sat there doing that thing where you look at someone else the family's building there you go, <laughs> I really want the Simpsons house. Bloody expensive. Yeah, 180. Yeah. I, I tried selling it to the wife that way, but... Because um, <laughs> our friend at the Millennium Falcon, which he sold on eBay for about £1,200. Yeah, wow. absolutely. The collector's edition. I'm currently building his collector's edition Star Destroyer, which I've taken a break from because it was just overtaking the, the, the house. <laughs> it was massive. But yeah. he's, he's made a fortune. For it. I mean, he paid about £500 for it when he bought it. So yeah. He doubled his money on it. <laughs> trying to convince the wife that it's like, let me buy the Simpsons Lego house it because it, it'll increase in value look what happened with it's like yeah no <laughs> I've got his ATS you can guarantee I'd buy the one that didn't increase in value in any way shape or form <laughs> I've got his Lexus edition ATST I bought that off him wow. for, and that's just beautiful it's, hang, it's on my it is unit it's got the, that um, big gorgeous the, the X-Wing from last year the Red 5 that was like, oh, yeah, that yeah. as a kind of congratulations on getting a new job present and it's just incredible mm. it really is but I, and I nearly bought the B-Wing for myself and then looked at it and just went, do you know what? I, well, it's actually a customer came in the store and was he was buying the Lego variants and he was kind enough to say to me, look, the reviews of it are not good and pointed me to a few of them. He said, look, basically because it's such a big model, quite flimsy a B-Wing, yeah. where you display it, eventually mm. the end droops and just bits drop off it. Um, and then this year they've done a minifig scale B-Wing that's much cheaper yeah. and much more sturdy and I love it. I bought that. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. I've got the... Um yeah, I've got the Y-Wing. The Y-Wing's a really nice one. Super. I thought. Because we have some of the most creative stuff to come out of the Star Wars franchise in which recent years has been the Lego. Mm. It's like, very telling, isn't it, that the new Star Wars... Sorry, just jumping <coughs> again. The, st- the new Star Wars cartoon, Star Wars Rebels, Right, they've got the Lego for it out before the oh, really? three-and-a-half-inch toys, which mm. before it's even aired. I think that says everything, doesn't it? If we want to get kids watching this new cartoon, let's get the Lego out. So the moment they buy it, going, I don't recognise the shit that looks cool, and then it suddenly appears on their TV screens. And it's quite nice, isn't it, some of that was around when we were young, to it, actually still be... It's the same with Transformers, except the new Transformers are shit. Yeah. But it, it does amuse me that Lego, a toy that's inherently designed to be built and then rebuilt, and then whatever you want. it's something that as an adult you build it goes on the shelf nobody ever touches it that's <laughs> what I think was so good about the Lego movie is not only did it sort of do a Pixar thing of transcending you know just being yeah. a kid it's, it's a family movie there's something in there for all ages but the inherent sort of lesson of let, you know following the instructions versus building yeah. what you want was wonderful and I felt actually guilty about the fact that I had Lego locked away in a cabinet that Kieran wasn't allowed anywhere near <laughs> well, Daniel and I went straight uh, not Daniel Jack and I terrible <laughs> Jack and I, I went straight home and started playing with Lego um, Daniel with his Duplo we just built a massive house the other week I took a photo of it I saw that <laughs> it was also it was like more bricks more bricks it's like this is a random brick put it on anyway <laughs> it might just be the kids and the wife came in and was like this is what you've been doing for the last hour <laughs> yes. it's worthwhile it's valid and it's father son time <laughs> how much of it did you actually let him build at what point were you like no 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 let daddy do it <laughs> daddy was the foreman <laughs> I was going to say you know they do uh, obviously the, the Lego lightsabers now uh, you know mm-hmm. for, the, for the little figurines yeah. uh, I was that just seemed like genius when I saw it because as a kid I actually used to make a little lightsaber because you know you get the little, little aerials, the little aerials, yeah. and you could get one. I don't know where it came from, but it was red, see-through, looked like a yeah. like a lightsaber, and there was this little toy that looked a bit like uh, this little piece which looked a bit like a coffee steamer, and it could be like a gun handle 
or it could be uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a torch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it looks so like basically, I, you invented Count Dooku's lightsaber. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, you could. <laughs> or in um, uh, do you remember Ulysses three? Yes, Ulysses thirty one. Ulysses thirty one. Yeah. And they had the rip off lightsabers. Ulysses, you have to sing the theme tunes too. I'm having the same problem. I'm clenching quite hard. Right? Starring my friend Howard Reichman. Who, who was also no, the no, voice no, no, of no. Mendoza in that was the gold. ones if they like because Jason and Will Warriors there were toys but they came out very early 80s so I missed yeah. it yeah um, made it out and I rewatched. <laughs> that was my thing yeah made it out watched Jason and Will Warriors to death was always it was, I was more gutted there was no proper ending to that than I yeah. anything you know lots of people complain about Dungeons and Dragons Less I couldn't give a flying <laughs> flip about Dungeons and Dragons Jason and Will Warriors what happened to the Lightning League? Those what kids happened? deserved it in Dungeons and Dragons. They got on that fucking ride. Exactly. <laughs> Weirdly, nobody else on that ride went in. <laughs> and it was Ulysses 31 as well. I would have loved some merchandise from Ulysses 31. It's dark as well. Was, yeah, yeah. The, the pig episode freaked me out. The one where they all, the whole crew came down from their floated in suspended animation mm. room and then basically transformed into pig people. Yeah. And were and so not like a special guest stupid studio Ghibli or something. <laughs> well, that would be Cersei, wouldn't it? It, it? it was the episode sponsored by Walls. Yeah. <laughs> Walls. <laughs> See, pigs are bastards. Eat sausages. <laughs> but that was a joint, I believe, a joint French Canadian Japanese. Yes, it right? was because yeah, yeah. that's how Howard Reichman got involved. Yeah. Did that be- predate Mysterious Cities of Gold? Yeah, that's or? what he did before that, and then okay. they got you the Mysterious Cities of Gold. But well, you can, can't you? Based yeah. on that. But Mysterious Cities of Gold is something I never I never saw. I never saw He-Man. I never saw Mysterious Cities of Gold. He-Man. But I saw Jason Wheeled Warriors. Love Jason I saw Warriors. Ulysses 31. Yeah. You used to get up 6am every morning. Oh no, before 6am, because I was a kid. And, and he used to have teletext on Channel 4. Yeah. You know, up until 6am, and then it would suddenly turn into Ulysses 31. Yeah, that's when you that. could basically leave your kids with the TV in the morning because there was great stuff on. As yeah, because I used to get up at 6 o'clock on the weekend and, and watch cartoons. on Spongebob and then bouncing <laughs> off the walls trying to work out and get into all the covers. In t- was that just mine? <laughs> <laughs> but, so I suppose you never really had Masters of Universe toys then? No, that was a bizarre thing. I honestly never, ever saw an episode of He-Man. That was the point where I realised I was more into sci-fi than fantasy, that I hated He-Man, and then the minute they did that sci-fi version of it, I was interested. Oh, I, really, I loved those toys as well. I got those toys. I remember them being in the Argos book, and it was like three months before my birthday. I was like, Mum, I don't care what else. I want these for my birthday. It's like, you're nearly 11. It's like, I don't care. Is <laughs> He-Man another one that got a reboot? Maybe ten or so years ago. So they had several reboots. It was superb. Yeah, they did the original series. Then they did the continuation of the original series, which is the one you're on about. Where he went off into space. He left Endor and went off into space. And then you had a 2003 reboot that was a bit like the Thundercats reboot. But in early 2000s, I just wrote about it because I did a thing about the Turtles cartoons in Starburst magazine. In Starburst magazine, (laughs) next month, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, in the early 2000s, they rebooted a load of 80s cartoons. They did that, they did Turtles, they did yeah. um, Transformers, was yeah. Robots in Disguise, or Armada. Oh, it? Or it was Armada no, it was Armada. Were all right, I felt. I, yes. It was a bit too Pokemon for me. It got a weird, there was that weird yeah, thing where you, suddenly UK and maybe American audiences were starting to think, after the success of Pokemon, it was like, yeah. oh, that's the thing. You think like yeah, because when the Transformers transformed, it was a very Pokemon thing of being like, oh. And just loads of lines behind him as they jump the in the air. The animation is gorgeous. Yeah. But it's like the same as Sonic, think Sonic the Hedgehog getting a new cartoon with Sonic X. Yeah, they did. Yeah, where yeah, he yeah. was teamed up with a, an anime-esque yeah. kid. Yeah. But no, the original Masters Universe toys were interesting. 
with, with their rubber heads and man at arms that had a flesh coloured moustache that I just could not get to wrap my head around as a kid. And they had did they have that really cool mechanism where you used to twist their body and Yeah. Kind of spin back. They all like it was just a solid piece of plastic. And then there was a, a purple version with fur called what was the what was Skeletor's Battle Cat called? Oh god. Can't change the subject of cat. I was a He-Man fan and then I bought He-Man box sets um, a few years ago and they started re-releasing it's fucking dreadful because you got the the obviously traced over run haven't you the kind of real kind of hip going gay kind of it's like um, Thundercats I didn't realise just how much turning to the camera to tell you to put a ramen message home Mm. Like all the and now cap- you know that knowing's half the battle all the Thundercats <laughs> doing something and then turn around and go we did this well because we did teamwork teamwork <laughs> what about uh, do you remember the um, Sonic the weird Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon the comedy one you had oh, Sonic and Leash didn't you you had Sonic X well you had um, no, uh, Sonic oh there was Adventures of Sonic Sonic Underground was the one with the rock that was, yeah, a general rule of thumb I've always found with cartoons if you watch a cartoon and you think that's just a little bit weird not weirding like a kind of like Really, oh, that's really cool, but just like that's a bit weird. It's generally a French production. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember those. There was a bizarre one which I saw in later life. Just because you'd get home from school and you'd put the TV on and it was awful, but you'd watch it anyway. Around the world, Willy Fog. Willy Fog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember. I was addicted to Willy Fog. We're straying off toys again. (laughs) Sorry, but um, yeah. It's all connected. What were we? We wanted toys over there. I was going to say we should talk. Yeah, we should talk. It's all gone. Let's let's quickly talk about the show. I'm sorry. There was a show you came back and you were watching something about Sonic. But we back came off He Man. You were saying that the French shows were weird. Were weird. <laughs> that came <laughs> off the one you watched. <laughs> oh no, it's gone. No, it's gone. Because it's 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 there were there were several. There was one which was just played for yucks and was on the Big Breakfast. But weirdly, they were produced by the same team. Yeah, yeah. There they was, kept having uh, to kind of reboot. I missed the Big Breakfast. Yeah, because there was. There was <laughs> isn't it time? It is. I think you said that online a while back. Isn't yeah. Time the Big Breakfast. I want a Channel Four weekend where they do a really good documentary about the Big Breakfast and it's they bring it back. The show we need. In fact, they almost should just go. Do you know what? We won't do it every day of the week, but we'll start doing Sunday morning, like you know the the um, weekend Sunday Breakfast or whatever yeah, they do. Saturday. Channel Four will do a slightly more, you know, for me, you know. <laughs> Because the weekend breakfast bores me. Lots of friends love it. Oh, look, they're making a smoothie at 11 o'clock. I like it. <laughs> I don't, because I'm a fan. It's another one of those things. It's my main problem with all cookery shows. Completely straight up point is that it's like they make these things look really nice and they put something in it that just sounds disgusting. Wasn't it John Favreau was on this week or something? Making, I think it was making a smoothie. And I was like, this is why. I haven't watched it. I used to really like something for the weekend when it was on BBC Two. And I was gutted when they got rid of it. And then when it went to Channel 4, I was like, I'm going to watch this every week. And I was like, no, I can't fuck it. <laughs> Probably the yeah. same with The Big Breakfast. I just assumed it would always be there, so stop getting up early to watch yeah. it. Yeah, well, it, it, it varied in quality, didn't it? They went through phases. You know, you had Chris Evans style was great. Chris Evans was great. Johnny Vaughan was great. Johnny Mark Vaughan Little, when he did it, was great. Yeah. Mainly because it was Joe Mangle from Neighbours. Yeah. It wasn't in Neighbours yeah. for anyone near as long as I remember him no, being. <laughs> Neighbours toys. Where were the neighbours toys? I still do the Johnny Vaughan genius thing, and, and you know that's a great pun. As you well. used to have a really good film show on Channel Four as well. But. And mutton chops. If anyone walks past wearing mutton chops under my breath, I'm quite good. All aboard, tickets please. <laughs> Johnny Vaughan's fault. So yeah. So yeah, bad, let's man. let's quickly do then toys that they never made that you would have loved them to make. I'd love to mysterious cities of gold toys if they never yeah, made. Oh, them. If they made that gold condom, even now, frankly, mm. if they bought out a gold condom with license and. I'll be all over that. I, yeah. 
it'd be interesting to see if they actually do it because they weird, did the second it? series and that was relatively popular. Isn't it a weird thing that the gold condor's not in as many episodes as you realise? Isn't it like you have to wait half a season? Until it's about half a season because they've got the um, ship that's named I've completely forgotten. So they're on, the, they're on the boat for a bit, then they find the golden boat. Its name is Solaris, I think actually. Um, then that gets sunk. Then they find the golden condor because then in the second up? series they find a factory where they make all the golden okay. condors. Because you've rewatched it, I guess. In yes. Would you say it's stood the test of time a lot of this stuff? Like you're saying, he's yes. on the stage in Bambi. I, I really like it. Because I think that's one where Ray will have missed it growing up in the States and Kieran's on it. You know, it's the perfect viewing to sit up. And it might <laughs> redeem me for the point where I put on Transformers the movie for Kieran and I put on the PG version forgetting the, oh shit, what do we do now? And so it's the first time I've seen it on DVD and I'm aware that Ray's laser eyes are burning in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, right, right, right. I don't remember this. Oh, that's right. I had the Universal cut on VHS <laughs> where they went, oh, what, is, what do we do now? And it just, you know, it worked. <laughs> I don't think it's even the O, it's just, it just cuts in with you. What are we going to do now? Like, Wait, what are we going to do now about what? <laughs> the thing that in the PG version, I went, oh shit. <laughs> I could imagine my dad dragging me out, because I went to watch Transformers a movie at the cinema. I oh, at that point, my dad just dragging me out if that was <laughs> You know what hasn't aged well? The Power Rangers movie. The no, right? No. We watched that on Netflix to show Kieran, and there's, again, that was one of those laser eyes just burning into me, like, what the hell is this from where? Like, Power Rangers is weird. Was awful. Uh, I don't know how Power Rangers oh, it's as, movie, is still Power alive, in general. just in general. In general, I loved it. It's beautiful. We just chatted the other day. I loved it. I was probably too old for it because I was about 15 when, because it was about 95 was the peak of their popularity, but I fancied the Pink Ranger. <laughs> yeah. Amy. And I was even about 14 so and it was on GMTV yeah. sequentially and it was the perfect it was at a point where I think Big Brother had become a bit terrible yeah. so it was a case of I was flicking over to that was it no was Big Brother on by that point I'm sure Big Breakfast sorry, Big Breakfast it? sorry yeah Big Brother it's hot Give me a break. Yeah, of course, there was always a cartoon at half seven on GMTV wasn't it because yeah, yeah. it was then, Super Mario for a while then in the summer holidays yeah. you had that you had Super Mario and you had the He-Man cartoon that was the newer He-Man cartoon yeah. and She-Ra to, sometimes to, to jump in and, and go when we mentioned GoBots earlier my brain immediately flashed and I don't know if anyone else got this to Timmy Mallet yelling GoBots GoBots <laughs> which he used to do to introduce GoBots every week and at the time I thought it was great and looking back now I'd have killed him I saw <laughs> when I was at university I went to uh, there's this one club we used to go to every Monday and one night the big guest was Timmy Mallet Brilliant. Timmy Mallet's here and he's not aged well. <laughs> and he <laughs> quite a good artist. He comes up the stage. I think he's based near Windsor. But he does his show now, which is you know, it's like nightclubs, yeah, it's for all these drunk twenty somethings who remember it. Yeah, yeah. And he turns up and he's just a dirty old man. You know, mm. and he's like he goes, I want all the girls in the audience to lower one strap on their top. Oh, he goes, I want all the men in the audience to roll up one trouser leg. And I'd already bent down for a thought, no. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I don't like this. I bet you can't do that now because people are like, Operation U Tree! <laughs> well, really enough, yeah, everybody, duffle up. <laughs> weirdly enough, the Venga Boys play that same track. <laughs> what I, is this? I nearly, shit. I nearly died in a mosh. I, I think I'm going to die at a Venga Boys concert. <laughs> in a mosh? What are you doing in the mosh bit? Screaming, like crawling for air. It's like, you know, it's like, I only came in for change! We have this. Surely the minute you hear Venga Boys playing in the club, you're like, we'll go anywhere then, else. Then, the Venga, bu- the Venga bus was coming. And I don't know about you, but I, I wanted to catch that bus. So you ran over by the Venga bus. 
I was going to walk. <laughs> no, it's all right. You, you are aware. Right. Everybody's just switched the podcast off at this point. I'll get the taxi. We can but say what we like now. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it turns out the Venga, Venga Boys were, were the two master master DJs behind the decks and uh, oh, right. the sailor, the... It was a bit like... Um, a bit like the village people. people, wasn't it? Yeah, you had a sailor, an accountant, um, a surveyor, and uh, a statistician or something like all that. That's the thing. I'm a So the toy that John always wishes he had was a Benga Boys No, it was the Benga Boys transforming action time. While we're on buses then, do you remember the Doobie Ducks disco bus? Oh, God. Remember the toys for Doobie Ducks disco bus? Did he have a duck truck as well? Or am I making yeah. that up? Yes. Were they dancing puppets? Pretty much, yeah. 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 And they just oh, placed better versions of... Yes, it's Christ, yeah. Oh, he just opened like this horrific... Yeah, it's all coming back to me now. The video van, dooby dooby duck bus. Do you know what I wanted as a kid? I wanted Danger Mouse toys. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Maybe that'll happen this time with this. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got some stuff, Danger Mouse toys, but and one that talks, which Jack stole off me when he was little. What I have the say? ornaments, including the car. You do have the ornaments. At the moment, you have the ornaments. Well, I think that's why when you've I got to go on holiday TV, eventually, my friend. We saw so many of those um, DeLoreans and kits and all sorts from Knight Rider. I mean, and all sorts when they started to do the slightly larger diecast toys from kids that were just like, I wanted mm. something like that as a kid. Yeah, and you couldn't get it, so I'm having it. Now. Well, this is the thing about buying toys as an adult. I buy so many toys now. It's because I can afford to buy toys that I couldn't afford to buy when I was a yeah. kid. And going back, eBay's terrible because watching going back to Toy Hunter quickly but watching that just makes me go straight on eBay which eBay is basically porn for the nostalgic yeah I bought a box of Dick Tracy toys for about a tenner because I loved Dick Tracy toys when I was whatever age I was 10 or 11 when the film came out that's why my parents because they're just such funky weird little toys (laughs) (laughs) thanks for turning him around (laughs) look at my dick look at my dick (laughs) why is it all yellow I'm (laughs) savoury So I'm, I'm I've, got, I've got one out of the box and I've got one in the box in the lock. You could probably stroke it. Stroke it. Look at it. You could probably turn that into a really good Tyrion Lannister, couldn't you? The weird thing I don't like is the fact it's got a yellow tip to that. Yeah. No, I don't wash it. Fully articulated. Needs a clean. Fully articulated with a small handgun. But no, they're just weirdly little, weirdly funky little toys. Are those the movie toys? Yes, that's right. I've... Wow, it's bizarre. Again, a movie I've never seen. You've never seen Dick Tracy? I've never seen Dick Tracy, no. What did you do with your life? I spent a lot in... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, by the sound of it. In the Vega bus. <laughs> in the back of the video van. <laughs> Vega boys go. <laughs> Weird facts about Power Rangers. I think it's never been off TV since no. it's launched. No, it hasn't. It's, um, they even crossed it over with Turtles when they did that horrible Next Mutation because I watched those episodes recently really? on Netflix. Really? really? The Turtles the Next Mutation. TV, uh, the yeah. Action yeah, yeah. There was a point towards the end of the series where it was lagging in the ratings, so they obviously decided to do a crossover. Because it was Saban, wasn't it? Yeah, of course. That sounds like a bizarre fever dream. Which, as a series, dream. it should have worked. A live-action Turtles. I mean, I, it, it I was cheap. It, it was yeah. cheap, like the Power Rangers thing was. But I think it was just the whole Venus de Milo thing. Yeah. Which apparently, if you ask Peter Laird about it, he just walk away from it. Really? He does not want to talk about it at all. Mm-hmm. I think she was the, the extra. Female, the fifth female turtle. The, female turtle. the thing that it, again, because I wrote about it recently, the th- only thing that it sort of added to the canon was that the turtles weren't actually blood brothers. Mm. They were just brothers in that they shared a bowl, which I think they only did so that it would oh, be I... weird when they were all kind of pining after the girl. Mm. But it was a weird cartoon, a weird TV series. It had some good ideas, but 
It's kind of, he definitely, now you mention it, definitely had a Power Rangers y kind of vibe, you know. Was people, but, yeah, it was, it was Saban, yeah. Yeah, because it should have been a license to print money. Yeah. The people yeah. who brought you Power Rangers bringing you the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I in what was a continuation yeah. of the film. But what, yeah, what was basically reusing the costumes from the film. So, no, I, I the cheaper. that first film I loved. I loved so, the first film's great. The so second film, I loved the second film as a kid. I don't Not so much now. The third one I watched recently because I had to review them all on Blu-ray. Then, I mean, I saw the, the Turtles as a franchise has gone through so many reboots. Mm. I mean, because I saw when I was someone had the DVD, so I watched a fair bit of the two thousand odd yeah remake, two thousand three one, which is actually a really good I series. Thought it was really good. Yeah, Why would you want to see the one where they meet the two previous versions of themselves? Uh, oh, I've got yeah. it on DVD. I'll bring it for you next oh, time I come round. Yeah, yeah, because they meet the eighties versions of themselves. Yeah, and take the piss out of them, and then they and meet then they the meet comic them. version, the original comic version, really dark and double hard as you'd expect from being from. Black it's got white. the whole voiceover from the original thing, the Leonardo voiceover, like, sword cuts through and, like... Pardon me, pardon me. It's like, this is a kid's cartoon. <laughs> I, but it was heavily cut down for American TV. We got the uncut DVD in this country, they oh, didn't get it in America. And at the moment, it's been rebooted again, hasn't it? Well, it's they actually, sold it all, didn't they? Lock, stock and barrel to Nickelodeon. They sold it all to Nickelodeon, yeah. Um, with the understanding they still got the rights to do, like, X number of comics a year. One mm. of my customers is a big title fan Catching me up on it all. It's, it's surprisingly good, the new cartoon, actually. It took me a little while to get used to it. The toys for it are superb. Yeah. Jack's got loads we'll of We've got toys. the Lego of that. Because well. I'm, I'm, I'm mainly, yeah, I've been collecting that as well. I mainly buy Turtles toys for Jack that I then. Well, which live on his shelf, because it's like, you can't want to ruin But the sad them. thing is, though, Daddy's probably... going to inherit these one day. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, though, it will probably get rebooted yet again when the movie comes out. Uh, I, I don't think turtles. it will. They're, they're not teenagers in the movie now. This is the new controversy about the movie. So how many Mike, Michael, Michael Bay's out? come out and said that they're not teenagers now. You'll see them as teenagers briefly because they're releasing two sets of figures for the film. Oh, really? Them as teenagers and then them as these weird... As slightly older. So can I film, just say... So are they teenagers in the trailer we've seen? No, that's them as adults. I I can I just say... weird nostrils. I haven't watched that. I didn't, Have you not I, seen the trailer? I didn't really want weird, weird nostrils. <laughs> I'm aware I'm about to walk a very fine line but the Michelangelo one bothers me the most because it's that whole mud flaps and gears thing from... Revenge of the Fall was Revenge of the Fall in the second one Transformers film Phew, but, I had no idea what you were talking about for a second and I got really worried it yeah. get really but they, it just seems like a horribly racist like black Cuban kind of surfer dude is what they've gone with with Michelangelo yeah. to the point where they like horrible I'm aware I'm walking a very fine line they've given him like really thick lips and they've given him gold chains and they've given him the bandana and the surfer dude thing and they've sort of and you're a black Mohican as well but it is, it's kind of like, what are you going for here? Mm. Again, I feel I'm, I'm missing, yeah. I, I guess you can't go on having not seen this trailer. No, they, I, I they, they've essentially myself, turned huh? him into a really offensive, like, black guy. Well, throwing some mindless confusion in on robots, and that's a Transformers movie. Yeah. yeah. The weirdest bit I found, though, is that because it's not directed by Bay, I'm kind of... It's, it's got a heavy like, hand of him. Have you seen the Shredder picture? Oh, uh, yeah. Just, it looks now, like Megatron. Yeah. But it's um it's that sort of hope that it won't be as bad as Transformers. And I have to admit the trailer does like I thought the final gag was more humorous than any of the jokes yeah. in any of Transformers. There's a bit where April O'Neill sees Michelangelo and, and he's like, it's just my ass and takes the bandana off and my issue with that is the turtles are way too tall. Yeah, and they're huge. They're like six foot tall. It's, they're just it's the Transformers thing again, they've overcomplicated them. I'm quite looking forward to seeing the toys, though. They might be really quite good toys, but they've just overcomplicated them with the nostrils, with the lips, with the, which, although I think Michelangelo is the only one with the really prominent lips. Again, I, yeah, maybe I'll have to have another look at him. 
That's sort of a weird, um, you know, there was that kind of um, shot from filming on scene where they had the actors playing them. Yeah. I think someone said they'd love to see a movie just of that. Just Which these guys wearing wetsuits. They like sold a, that as the guys playing them were actually doing, them. actually the guys playing them, but they've actually started getting in celebrity voices now, haven't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because um, Johnny Knoxville's Leonardo. Which I just can't get around at all. Which, um, and in the cartoon it was Jason Biggs, but he's been fired now, or left the role because of some tweets he made or something. So it's oh, um, Seth Green now as Leonardo. Oh, which, okay, not so bad, not so bad. I, I can't hear it. I'm sure when I hear it, it'll be like, this makes perfect sense. But Who was your favourite? As a child, Raphael. Now I like Leonardo. <laughs> Although I, I've still got a soft spot for Raphael. You're Donatello, aren't you? Yep. Yes. Donatello does machines. Yeah. I just like Raphael in the cartoon. I liked the snarky. I think he was the one I found the most annoying. But oh, Michelangelo I found most annoying. <laughs> Especially the episodes where the voices changed. This is a weird thing. I, I'm not sure how far this spread. But this is a weird aside. Does anyone remember when they started trying to do turtles pizzas and they were like little kids yes. frozen pizzas? Yes, yes. so shaped. Cheese and apple yeah. turtles pizzas. Did you ever? No, yes. I remember. And they were delicious. They were around the same time like, as the chicken nuggets with the ketchup in them. Do you do apple? I'm like, no. <laughs> somewhere they go do a cheese and apple pizza. Just do it at home. But yeah, yeah, those pizzas no, came out at the same time. They weren't related to a toy or anything, but you used to get chicken nuggets with ketchup injected into them. Lovely. I'm sure now. I, I, I was going to say because you can get the sausage rolls with them in, and I went, "Ooh, that sounds nice," and it was foul. <laughs> so I think that's why I'm thinking. Well, well, yeah, you're essentially it. eating scalding hot ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's delicious! Like it's, mm-hmm. how, if only it was chicken bled, I'd be. That's everything I want from. Real <laughs> 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 meat needs. <laughs> no, I um, I actually love uh, I, I love Donatello, and I think for me it was always I've always had a fondness for a character ever since who has a Joe stuff. Mm-hmm. To the point where I, I do I do um, aikido um, in my spare time, and uh, when we when the option came up to learn a weapon, it was, you like, do you have bow stops? Well, here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, nice. I, I did uh, nice. I did I did a grading on uh, nunchaku, a bit, of, yeah. a bit of Michelangelo action, which is surprisingly good fun. Uh, but then down to the staff, always comes back. I to just the staff, have a yeah. weird memory. My parents let me take a, a wooden handle from a mop, like left over, and wrap it with some electrical tape. And just because we had quite a big garden, well, like a long garden, I was like, just sit there. I was probably the original Star Wars kid. Star Wars kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, bear in mind, I was I was quite slim up until I was about nineteen, and then it all went wrong. Um, <laughs> but so actually, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that's weird. I would never allow Kieran to have. <laughs> He'd break every window in my house in about five seconds. Yeah, but this but, is back in the days where you used to be able to buy toy bow and arrows with wooden sticks in them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I shot my friend in the eyes once. Everybody, you ruined toy packing. I was going to say, the I was going to say, actually, that's a lie. But I don't know. The truth is actually worse. I shot his little brother in the eye. Because <laughs> <laughs> he missed. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle. Super. He had. Who were the Autobots who were um, emergency services? And they. Connected. Oh, Protector Bots. The Protector Bots. He had the Protector Bots and he had the fire engine and he never realised it had hands. <laughs> and I, Did you come around and go, Please. yes? Yeah, no! Mind, Mind below. Blows. You've got the touch! <laughs> yeah. We leapt in the air and just froze. <laughs> <laughs> And then I shot his brother. No, did you just hand it back to me going, now you know? And no, you just had to <laughs> You were stood at the top of the stairs, they were all at the bottom. You showed him the hands, he went, till all are one. You've seen too much. <laughs> yeah, basically, I said, well, you know, 
to punish your ignorance and taking your brother's eye. Yeah. That's mine now. Does anybody remember the Rambo knife? You could no. unscrew it and it had the little kit, it had the compass in the bottom and had a little kit inside it. It was like a plastic knife. But it was a really sinister toy. <laughs> it had like thread in it. Well, I mean, what rating was Rambo? It's <laughs> amazing. I'm always amazed that well, there like, toys off. You got that's alien just... toys and everything, didn't you? Then? Robo you toys. Alien Snake toys. And yeah. all those. I remember the Kenner. You had yeah. the um, Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy toy. Yeah. Uh, what was it, the killer you'd love to hug or something? Oh. <laughs> was the tagline on it? But something about like Robocop toys. Or I mean, that's yeah. why they made the Robocop cartoon and the Robocop TV series. Were there yeah, plans to, toys so they could market mm-hmm. toys. Were there plans for Rambo to have his own cartoon? It would have been like G.I. Joe? Yes, was that, I wasn't yeah. there. I thought they there was. gone off the ground or they did it? I've definitely it? seen some footage of that. Yeah, and they were like, how do you... Well, the this? whole thing with He-Man. He-Man came about because they had a load of Conan toys that they couldn't... Work out how to market to kids, so they create them blonde Master- and get them out the door. They created Masters of the Universe, and that's how the Masters of the Universe thing came about. <sighs> so, but but yeah, Turtles toys. Do you have Turtles toys? Yeah, no, but you couldn't get them for love nor money that mm-hmm. year. Argos, every time they had a new shipment, we would be there, and they, of course, then they could never guarantee. So you've been waiting weeks to come back in, and you have maybe one if you were lucky from that ship, and they come back in, and you're like, right, order one. Can we please not have the blue bandana one? Yeah. Like, you'll get what you get. Yeah, because of course on the Argos you had one number and it said, you know, basically you had potluck whichever one you got. Yeah, it's not like today where you can go in and go, I, I want, you know, can you just check if you've got this specific one? And they go, yeah, that's fine. But of course, because it's an automated picking, because there is someone up there, mm. if you got the right member of Argos stuff, they would just call up and go, this kid here would particularly like it, you know, yeah. the one with the orange bandana, would you mind? And then you get the jobs work, you're like, no. <laughs> You just used to think, I hope you go home. Just back. order four and then take three just, back. That was me. That <laughs> was the job sir. Michelangelo figures. He's, he's not giving <laughs> 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 Just go over and get back into the corner. There's a, a, a clerk's comment, wasn't there, about... Um, I don't know if you read any clerk's comments. Oh, well, they go, mid, not, they they go, go along at midnight. Us, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, there's a whole guy who basically is like the stockroom monkey at Toys R Us, but he holds court late at night for the, all the short pack Star Wars figures. <laughs> well, apparently Walt Flanagan was a legend for that. Apparently everybody in Toys R Us knew him. Because <laughs> he'd turn up like bang on opening time. Excuse I remember me. when the first Harry Potter film came out. I thought I'm gonna buy a Harry Potter figure. I'm just gonna put it in the loft. And get, it's not worth jack shit. But anyway, there was a load of boxes on the floor, and I was like, nobody's putting these out. I'm just fucking going through them. <laughs> just I remember Star sort of looking at me like, I can't really say anything to you because you're not actually breaking any law. But at the same time, you're pissing me off. <laughs> I'm talking about like how far Transformers toys have fallen. I remember going to Toys R Us, and there was an aisle. Yes, a mm, double yeah. Transformers eye. Yeah, high, you know, Toys R Us is so isn't. disappointing. I'm trying to get Turtles figures for Jack, you can't get April O'Neil anymore unless you're willing to pay like thirty quid for it online. We're we talking old school. No, the, the new current, ones. The oh, there's, just, there's just no range anymore. If you want a turtle, fine, you can get an mm. unlimited number of them. But finding anything else other than a turtle now, or a variation on one of the turtles, it's almost like you do need to know when stuff's coming in. So, I mean, there's one advantage on the website that you can check stock and reserve now, and with Toys R Us, but. It's that, I think this is where adult collectors have kind of ruined it. Not it's because everything becomes so limited. If it's a short pack figure, the adult collectors buy it up so the kids don't get a look at it. Yeah, and then they sell them on eBay, yeah. which really pisses me off yeah. <laughs> as a parent. Plus, you know, it's fucking April O'Neil. I know, right? <laughs> but when we used to first, well, when I used to first work at the comic shop in Swindon, any of the female action figures just were the peg warmers. Yeah. You couldn't sell them. This is so now yeah. they short pack them. Like the next Walking Dead range, Carol is in the next Walking Dead range, and we've basically ordered enough to fill the shelves. But we are going to be one Carol short for our order, so I just had to basically go and order a Carol from another retailer, yeah, just to fill. Well, so we'll break even on that one, but, but it, they just shouldn't be limited. 
You should make equal number of things. Obviously, you're not going to sell as many Apollonials as you're going to sell turtles or shredders. Or, but one of my favourite turtles ones from the original line was Krang. I was always gutted oh, that he wasn't yeah. in the big body, but he had the li- cool little um, yeah, the little robot legs. I had a Baxter Stock one as well. He was cool. That Baxter the Fly episode freaked me out yeah, as a child. Yeah. Enter the Fly. That freaked me out as a I kid. I, which is why I never had a Baxter mm. Stock one. I had all the turtles. I had a Shredder. I had a Foot Soldier. I never had a Shredder. I had a, a Shredder was weird because Shredder didn't have a shirt as a toy. Yeah, it's like right. really was it that difficult to just paint his body grey? <laughs> <laughs> Must he go topless? <laughs> Should we rattle through a few obscure toy ideas that other people might have forgotten? Because the one that's popped into my head is Starcom. Oh, I was about to say, I'm glad you said that. With the magnetic feet. Yeah. 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 You had the, the powered transformations. Absolutely. Yeah, no, what powered those? It was, also- it was fr- friction, because you kind of, you, like for instance, you had the really cool white spacecraft. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. No, I can't. Talk but it was fantastic. One of the best toys I've ever the had. Pod yeah. right? yes. The pod one. Yes. double... The cockpit that fits in the back, it yes. holds up as a yeah, square. Yeah, that's it. And you used, to, back you used and... to push it in. I think that charged it. You used to push it in. Yeah. It was a bit like a friction a pullback car. Yeah. Then you used to press the, the, the dark grey button on top and you used to go. Like, it took I about mean, if seven anything, seconds. It needs to, to come back and be properly marketed. Like if, mm. if the Starcom brand is, is going cheap and we can get it, that should be us. We had all the little spaceships used to fold up into pods and yeah. just slit into, mm-hmm. fit into the back of the Because he had a little uh, moon buggy type thing that would yep. expand out a bit and drive. Oh, they were amazing. Yeah. Then you had the, and the one, the, the uh, villains one opened up sort of like a crocodile mouth almost. If yes, I well, right. it was purple, wasn't it? It's a kind of very dark brown, I thought. It was like a mauve. Okay. Because I had the little, the small white kind of you know the X-wing equivalent, like the main. Oh fighter. yeah, the little the one that uh, this fitted on top. They had a little magnet base on it. Well, it was like you say, it was like a pot, and then you said the wings yeah. wrap round it, and you press the button, and the wings would kind of fold out like that's wings, it. and then the nose would go pink. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, uh, but then I had the enemy tank, which folded up to a similar kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you press the button, and it would slide up on a diagonal. Yeah. And, and then the guns would pop out. Yeah. And then the little side guns. Incredibly detailed. Yeah, super. Was, that, was there a TV series for that? I saw two episodes of it. Oh, okay. And I think that made it slightly French as well. What was <laughs> the toy that used to get little spacemen with it? Manta like Force. Manta Force. Was a massive ship. Yeah, massive. And then you got like 20 little yeah. yellow men or 20 little I red men. I had that for several like gifting periods in a row and finally did. I had, yeah, I had it. Amazing. You had all the different. It popped up onto the top. That's it. a whole array of. Because you had like the terrain, you had C. T- a terrain with the brown vehicles, C was white, and then you right, the aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So was, was that a cartoon? I don't think, I don't think it was. I think it was just a toy. I remember the year my mum finally came and bought us it, and she was so pissed off because we played with the box more than... <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was like a little briefcase. Box. It was an awesome box. We covered it in stickers. She was like, you know I'm going to throw that away, don't you? <laughs> it was just... Uh, it, was, it looked like... Um, it, it, hang on, we'll find a picture. Yeah, yeah, we've got a look for an image of... Um, I've, I've so got an obscure toy for you that probably none of you ever got but it was Food Fighters I remember Food Fighters there was yeah. a, a white um, milkshake had, yes um, yeah, the white milkshake you had like the good guys were all vegetable based fruit and, right. that, and then the bad guys were all like fried food and all that sort of thing they were awesome and they had a tank that was a no, egg yeah, car yeah. yeah. yes they, all the spaceships fit inside it yeah Food Fighters were amazing that was another merit special they were about £2 each per figure and then you could get the egg cart and tank, and there was a helicopter. Good grief. No, I'm thinking... 
I remember McDonald's did a kind of. I was going to say the Happy Meal toys that were like Transformers that transformed. That's what I remember being. I think it was like a white, it was like an evil body white milkshake thingy, and And it just sort of opened up, and then it was yeah, yeah. it was was a miserable face. Well, McDonald's McDonald's toys were quite good. Because I remember we had uh, back in like the eighties when I was very young. The BBC went for a period of showing like Disney movies. So I had a series of VHSs which my parents had just taped these Disney movies off the TV and all the old adverts. And I always remember there was an advert for the McDonald's transforming toy, uh, food range of little mm. Transformers. And uh, I always remember that. A little cartoon. They were in like a space station. Or something. Slightly Just on a... the Disney thing, off of toys, but do you remember every bank holiday they used to show little half-hour compilations on BBC One? Yeah, yeah. Of like highlights from Disney films. No. Used to be on every bank holiday and then Superman 2. <laughs> it was that. And then do you remember Tony Robinson's Stay Tuned? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. That was that. fantastic. That was superb. And Rolf's cartoon... No, it wasn't Rolf's cartoon. It was Rolf's cartoon. Oh, we're not talking about that anymore. Well, no. He could join the club. What? (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Have you seen... Sorry, I'm completely going off, but have you seen the thing that's going around at the moment of people redubbing Downfall? The Hitler film. Yeah. All different things. There's one about his reaction to the Jimmy Savile news. (laughs) <laughs> be like, what? No, we were going to book him for a play. Thank God we've got Ken Barlow. What? <laughs> <laughs> Get me Rolf Harris. <laughs> and it's just a constant escalation <laughs> of Hitler finding the kind of people. Right, obscure toys then. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Do you remember Muscle Men? Yes. It was a bin. Yep. With like, they're all flesh coloured random ones, didn't you? Yeah, you know, like rubber kind of. No, they like monsters in your pocket. Exactly like monsters yeah, in my pocket. I, I yes, exactly like, like yeah. monsters. Oh, in my pocket. I remember in Toys R Us, monsters in my pocket for fifty quid, you could buy the complete set in a display case. Oh, no. that. So, remember Boglins? Bog- yeah, I was Boglins. Just going to bring up Boglins. Boglins. I love the, the puppet with the yeah, eyes. Yeah. And, yeah. I still got a Boglin somewhere. Yeah, it's like did, you've yeah. been shipped a Boglin monster yeah. from the middle of nowhere. They were oh, fantastic, amazing concept, and they smelt as well. They, they, they weird plastic. Yeah, the yeah. rubbery. Yeah. yeah, I remember my brother when he got his birthday money. We were at school. And we were going to Toys R Us after school, and he was like, "I'm going to buy you a Boglin." I was like, "That's amazing." And I was like, "Mum, James is going to buy me a Boglin." She's like, "What? With what?" She's like, "His birthday money." It's his fucking birthday money. I'll buy you a Boglin, but it's coming at your pocket money for this. I was like, yes, I so desperately want a Boglin. <laughs> I think my friends had a full-size Boglin. I ended up with a baby Boglin. Cause yeah, I had a little. I had so many other toys. Like, the ugly, really ugly. Uh... Yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> 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 and what about the Boglins? <laughs> you can see, the, uh, can you see like, your hand being Yeah, it, you yeah, hand yeah, it yeah, into yeah, the eye sockets, and then you've got the mouth. You can only just sort of get a finger. <laughs> yes, yeah. You can just get a finger up. <laughs> they were really chewable. They were chewable. That's probably the weird face. <laughs> okay, obscure toy time. Uh, Zedbots. No. Anyone? No. Um, hang on. I vaguely... Were they kind of triangle? No, they were little little robots. Maybe if I'm holding my fingers up for the visually impaired at home. And, uh, Just so you can't like see. These are two, that big. Two inches tall. Small, <laughs> for those of you watching in black and white. <laughs> small, small plastic, incredibly detailed little robots. No transformations, but like two or three points of articulation. There were hundreds of them. You get them in a little blister, yes. two or three. And I loved them to bits. Do you remember how good Micro Machines used to be? Yes. The Micro Machines were superb. I the old... collections of five. I was getting I, I used to have the DeLorean over one, over again, one again. and I lost it. Oh, I didn't, they didn't know they did a DeLorean. They did a DeLorean, and I lost it. Yes, yeah, 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 but oh, my life, they were beautiful. They were kind of like rubbery. So and, uh, but there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Do you remember, like that, Battle Beasts? Yes, Battle Beasts. They were fantastic. Because, again, you had the, the Transformer-esque kind of um, yeah, thing. Yeah, on the, the, Fire, water, wood, 
and Earth, weren't they? They were different sets. Battle beasts? No, not at all. Yeah, rings a bell. The 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 four different. Yeah, suits. and they were like, they were like things like uh, they were like eagles with big mech suits. That's on. right. And then yeah, they were fantastic. Centurions. Yes, Centurions, Power Extreme. Yes. Love that. Like, uh, I can't like see them. That was the one toy I always yeah. wanted. I always wanted. Yes, yeah, Sky Kicker or something. something. The, 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 oh, the cloud guy. Yeah, one. he used to have like, like wings attached yeah. to him and booster rockets I and stuff. Sort of Beigey, yellowy. Earth, the terrain guy. guy. And he had a dog, dog, do you remember? Yes. And Good Rubble. That's it. I think, I think so. Something like that. I think his name is Jake and then a dog, I forget. Yeah. But I had that toy and it was an awesome toy. They did later a power up additional bit. They did that classic thing. Series 2, they get extra bits. You've yeah. got to go and buy them. Yeah, absolutely. Which my parents hated all Then you had the, big, the bad guy with a eye patch. Yeah, like right. half cyborg kind of thing. But um, he didn't come with a dog, the toy. So my mum, bless her, sat and basically made, hand-stitched a dog in the right scale and everything. Awesome. Super awesome. Oh, bless her. She really went above and beyond that one. Thinking of, um, you know, you get like on YouTube those, you know, but all the openings from like 80s cartoons, all the openings from 90s cartoons, that kind of thing. And it's funny the things I did and didn't see because there was a Centurions cartoon. Yeah. Never saw that. Mm. And I talked a lot about one called Silver Hawks or. Never saw that. It was No, there were Silver Hawks. I remember Silver Hawks. And again, you're seeing the opening alongside like Jason Weird Warriors, like all these other Mm. classic 80s shows. It was basically. That's my favourite. They they wore all white, didn't they? And then had silver wings. Lots of silver, yeah. Women in white, basically Power Girl, (laughs) with silver wings. But they were flying through space, weren't they? Yes. That was a battle of the planet. Yeah, because they had a. It wasn't yeah. Battle of the Is this going to be like when, because a friend a couple of years older than me in Swindon suddenly just went, right, you'll remember this, and put on Starfleet. Yes, was that like, was fantastic. I missed it completely, oh. and he made me watch the whole thing. And of course, that used to be on Saturday. Saturday it, sort of after wrestling. Yeah. That's it. I think it's remember the wrestling toys, the WWE wrestling toys? I think called the Die X Bomber, and it was like a transforming spaceship that turned into one giant man. And it had like a big silver cross over it. And I have to say, the stuff that was... Ship combat was really impressive, but because it was puppetry, yeah. puppets I found because of course I'm seeing it. At, I'm 19, and yeah. I'm watching it. I'm going, what the hell? Because that, that was quite a dark series as oh, well. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was very the dark, the, though, the yeah. evil there the, was an evil witch who was the the, the, yeah. the singer, and I can't remember her name. Well, I think it was Terror Hawks. Hang on, I always get the no, that. No, yeah. Which is the one they always played Noughts and Crosses at the end? Was that Terror Hawks? Was that Starfleet? Think. You had the robots. You had the, the the cubes and the balls. They were robots. They were drones. And at the very end, they were played noughts and crosses, and it was random which team would win. Mm. Oh, no, I, I really hope I didn't I don't remember that. from the end of Star Wars, I'm wondering if it was Terror Hawks. Because Terror Hawks was, 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 was the one with the witch. Was it Zelda? Zelda, with a wrinkly terrified old... terrified me. Yeah. So, yeah. so I, couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. Two slightly more obvious toys that you probably had. The mask toys. Yes. Yeah, mask. Which, they were lethal. The jeep with the boat in it, when you lift it up, the <laughs> boat would fly it. If you were sitting anywhere the orange, the orange within 10 feet yeah, of it, yeah. you would get a black eye. Yeah, so with Rhino. That took his other eye, pretty much. You pretty much blinded the family. <laughs> Again, mask, never saw the cartoon. No, I did see the cartoon, never had the toys, but I did make it out of Lego. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, I that must have been and, um, quite impressive. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. And Bucky O'Hare. Uh, Buc- yeah. Bucky O'Hare. I didn't realise until recently Bucky O'Hare is based on a comic book. Yeah. But it was a comic originally, wasn't it? Yeah, it was when I was doing research on Neil Adams, I found out that he'd been responsible for trying to push a recent line of Bucky O'Hare comics or something. 
Huh. And then I found out that Bucky O'Hare was actually a comic before it was a cartoon because there was only about 13 episodes of the cartoon. Yeah, I bought the DVD box set. Dead Eye Duck, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. just had a, had, a, had a door. Oh, four arms. It was recovered in his yeah. room, was the portal or something to the yeah. spaceship. Yeah. Made that out like it was a super The toys for Bucky O'Hare was superb. They did look Absolutely. great. That that was, them, they looked amazing. But the thing, as a kid, it was like. I remember I was... Again, I was, merits. They were so cheap. <laughs> I was clearly really happy with Lego because I never had, like, the Ghostbusters toys, the Turtles toys, or uh, the, the Bucky O'Hare toys. I had the real Ghostbusters toys, toys but, but unfortunately really my stepmom cut the beams off of all of them because she decided that uh, somebody was going to take their eye out with them. Because oh. she was doing that in my face with the beam and it got really close to my eye and I was like, Ugh. and she was like, yeah, we're cutting them off. I had, <laughs> a, I had a real real Ghostbuster toy. It was an old granny that used to yes. push the head in and it used to yeah. pop open. Yeah, it was a yeah. big monster mouth. I had the Marshmallow Man, which was a rubbish toy, but I loved him. Because essentially all his arms did was this. <laughs> I think everyone remembers the yellow, the yellow beetle? Yeah. Which uh, my oh, mate had. Oh, Christ, yeah. No, it's the bin man. It was a praying mantis. There's a mo- yeah, there's a big green monster yeah. under it. Yeah, yeah. Did you have the bin man? Oh, with the bin. And yeah. Just, yeah. And you push the thing down and something comes out of the bin and then you had the guy whose his entire front opened up. Yeah. Mighty Max. I remember the cartoon. I don't remember the... I think the baby Max rings the bell. No, oh, hang on. I'm thinking the Fantastic like, Max. Whoever owned the rights to Poly Pocket, Pocket, Pocket. Like, Pocket. how can we take this revolutionary technology? Yes, and I do it, remember Mighty Max. Make it work for boys. I don't. I remember Fantastic Max as well. I've got them a little bit. I don't remember Mighty Max. Mighty, no, I had a few Mighty Maxes. They were always like, like much like I would just transform and untransform my Transformers because I love the mechanisms and the way they moved. Mighty Max, the joy was always like opening up the little thing and seeing the environment. It was all very detailed, but. There wasn't much you could actually do. There was nothing really to do, no, no, that's it. And, uh... I do remember it now. This is pretty much later, but talking about, like, gendered toys and stuff, I remember I was maybe, like, 10 or 11, and they brought out dragonflies and sky dancers. Yes. The same toy, just one marketed at boys, one at girls. And they were, like... The boy version was, like, they ride dragons into battle, but then they can jump, and they've got, like, wings, so they can fly on their own. I remember that. And the whole point was that, like... The, the toys be they like a sky ballerina or like some dragon warrior you throw them in the air and their arms would spin like uh, right, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. kind of like fly yeah. there's two very obvious lines of toys that we've not really talked about oh, cool. and that's the Peter Pan hook ones <laughs> <laughs> although I did I did have a look at Peter um, Star Wars toys yeah we've not talked about and we've not talked about the superpower friends that was like the Superman and that that they re- rebranded in 89 for the Batman uh, toys yeah so Star Wars toys I never had any. No. I had a friend up the road who had almost everything. I never had any. My parents weren't really into me you know, watching Star Wars for whatever reason. So I just went around his and watched them all and played with all the toys. And he had everything. Slave One, I involved an X-Wing. I've got I, strong my, my Star Wars toys is quite a tragic story because I had loads and I had them all in a bag when we used to go to a child. My dad used to leave us with a child mind and we used to play with our Star Wars toys and his Star Wars toys. But any Star Wars toys that mine were in better condition, he took mine and insisted that his damaged ones were my ones. So I lost a load that way. And then we had a thing at school where you could bring toys. So we were all bringing our Star Wars toys. I took all mine in a carrier bag, and when I got to school, the bag was empty. It split at the bottom. (sighs) That kind of thing is heartbreaking Mm. as a kid. I lost pretty much all of them. My favourite was Luke Skywalker, because he used to pretend it was Wedge Antilles, to the point where when I found out they'd actually released a Wedge Antilles figure, I was like, love, I'm buying this toy, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. You can divorce me. Speaking of like a, a childhood heartbreak, I remember I had a Transformer turned into a car. The, they, the, the gimmick with these ones was they had a water pistol built into them yeah. and, and uh, heat-sensitive panelling. So if you spray hot water on them, 
the idea was it would go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a brilliant children's toy. Yeah, get the kettle on. Get the bottle. It's the opposite of the GI Joe figure that you used to put in the freezer so you'd turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, took it to school. Within five minutes, the kid had thrown it on the floor, shattered the transformer's knee to the point where the only way to fix it was to super glue and permanent. Kids are dicks. They really are. <laughs> yeah, I, I decided because I really regret all the toys I've sold. Like, if I wish I still had all my Total toys. I wish I still had all my WWF wrestling toys. I still had all of them. To the point now where if Jack ever gets, my kids ever get to the point where they want to sell their toys, I'm going to buy them off and put them in the loft. Yeah. I think mean, that's it. We had a store around the corner from where I grew up that used to do, they buy second-hand toys or they do swaps. So you could turn up. And so, of course, the 80s was just this mill of crazies. You know what I mean? You're into turtles one summer and the next summer they were trying to sell you something yeah. else. And of course I was just sucked into it all. Mm. So of course my parents in the end were like, this is getting ridiculous. And I was at that point, that weird age where your parents are starting to maybe suggest maybe you should be growing out of toys. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of like, but they're still cool. Well, they're pointing out that most of your friends don't. And you're like, well, is it that none of us are admitting to it and we're all playing at home? Because I sold a lot of my toys to buy comics. Because mm. Demon Comics used to take your old toys or whatever. They give you a shit price from them as well. Right, yeah, of course. But then they but, could be ter- it could take them weeks or years to turn them Yeah, because there was no value on them at the time. Yeah. So, like somebody giving me twenty quid for the five turtles toys or something. Seemed amazing. It was an amazing deal. Now, now yeah. <laughs> well, but um, what are you talking about? Like you know, throwing away your childish things and trying to grow up. I remember, obviously, you know, I make a comic now, and the reason I kind of do that is that I I clung on to making comics all through secondary school. To the point where it really was not cool and it did not do me any favours, but I kind of mm. stuck with it. Well, it was the same with us with comics, which was a weird thing, because I was like, I'm selling all my childish toys to buy comics! Is, Look, guys, I read comics, you fucking dick. It's the thing, but I, I kind of reached the point where I learnt now to keep quiet about it. Yeah, it's about right. six more times, don't shut up. In fact, I watch cartoons, you know, I've still got my Lego, just don't mention it, it's not mm. cool. And I remember feeling really like, there was this moment where we were in a physics lesson, and I was quite a fan of the Digimon cartoon. You know, like it was a bit daft. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't kind of like revolution or anything. But I thought the monster designs were very cool, and I still really enjoy watching. It. <coughs> but God, you never say that. No, you right. never admit it. And then at some point in this lesson, someone just goes, "Hey, you watched Digimon last night?" And everyone in the class goes, "It's awesome, isn't it?" And I'm sitting in the back thinking, "Bloody hell!" And I've been, I've been living. You've, yeah, you've all yeah. been hiding it. You bastard. I've been carrying this shame for years. So I had a moment in in college where I found the new comic shop in Swindon. Uh, it was. Uh, oh, was it? It was appropriate enough. True believers at that point. Um, it didn't last long. Chapman race course, copyright. into the void and so on and so forth. But I'd come back with one of the carrier bags from this place, and it was the first couple of lessons of like computing A level. And I sat down, and this guy opposite me just went, "That's an awesome shot." And I'd kind of almost been trying to like not show the bag or getting other stuff mm. out of my bag backpack. And I was like. Oh, yeah, what do you read? And we got to talking, and it was just fantastic. And um, we're still mates now. We don't see each other anything like as much with family life and all the rest of it. And we live with each other. But um, yeah, I remember he would spend most of his time giving me science lessons, drawing in the margins rather than actually doing the work. And he dropped out after the first year or so of it. And he's now an illustrator. Oh, so it just goes to show it's, that's one of those wonderful moments of going, yeah, you, you got there. There's that um, weird period in the 90s where it wasn't acceptable to the point where if you watch Shallow Grave now, the flatmate that was the guy who was, or potential flatmate who then was in Taggart has got a Forbidden Planet bag. And it's like they're playing him up as the massive nerd. And it's like, it just really wasn't cool in the 90s. It really really. Wasn't, no. But at what point then did you start buying toys again? And more importantly, at what point did you start displaying toys that you bought? Well, uh, this was the other thing. Um, this friend of mine from college, Dave, 
and I got talking about Transformers <coughs> and both shared a love for the Transformers movie and then Beast Wars was coming on mm-hmm. and we were just like this what? so they're robots but they turn into creatures this is very strange and not like mechanical creatures like the Dinobots so yeah. initially quite average yeah. and I think I think it was Dave who first watched it the episode and said it's actually quite good and we started watching it and kind of taping episodes as the other missed it and things and then I think one day we just went to Argos and they happened to have someone screw it and just bought a bunch of Beast Wars toys to see what they were like and was surprised that they managed to kind of get good transformations but a small amount of additional articulation yeah. over what we had and that was it I bought a bunch of Beast Wars toys at about sort of 18 17 no yeah 17 and yeah from there it was a slippery slope I can't really remember when I started rebuying toys it was probably I bought a parallax figure in Woolworths and had that on display for a while, and then gradually just started buying comic book toys, and then that led back into like buying the Jane and Bob toys, and the Clerks and Action figures, yeah. and then the Mighty Mugs, which uh, which now led into the Funko toys, the pop vinyl ones, which yeah. I absolutely love at the moment. I'd love to collect them, but I haven't got the Shark Face. Just ordered them. some Sharknado ones. So awesome. I'll give you a shout. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I was going to mention it earlier when we mentioned it, but I, I collect Star Wars toys. I used to. I don't anymore. But um, it was about. I tell 16. a lie. When you were at college, yeah, we used to go around and start buying stuff, buying Star Wars toys. Yeah, well, so I used to give you some money and send you to the boot sale. Well. Yes, absolutely. With the yeah. really muscly, muscly, muscly Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah, what was that about? Because I bought because the Princess Leia was really rare. The New Hope Princess Leia was really rare, and we mm. had one in at Tesco's, and I bought it, and it's still in the box in the loft. I got that one and the Slave Girl one in the loft. So they were, nice. they're worth fuck all again, there. <laughs> but at the time, you could you could buy it for a fiver and sell it for. But the trouble with Star Wars toys is there's always a new version of it because yeah. it's just well, like a constant. Now. But but yeah, no, I remember because I was sending you to the car boot sale with money when I'd have to go to work. Yeah, absolutely. to get Transformers. But, um, <laughs> I'll give you like a tenner and you come back with two little Transformers. <laughs> well, like, did I get any change? <laughs> but uh, I used to. I was not really nerdy all the rare Star Wars figures and everything, and because we used to go down by the antiques, the antique centre down at Docks. So you yes. have them in there, all the rare ones. So I got a really good. Obviously, there was no internet, so I got a really good idea how much the worths and stuff, and I got this. Um, list. It was a, pho- a photocopied list of like all the pictures of all the figures, and I kind of had somebody um, highlight all the rare ones. So that's how I kind of got started. I got really good at it. Well, one day um, back when they used to have down at the cattle market, when they used to have uh, the car boot sales, wandering around, and the, the things you used to look out for were where they used to have big buckets full of random toys. You used to give it a quick look, see if there's anything interesting. If you saw some interesting, dig deeper. A couple of Star Wars figures on the top of this one. So, oh, that's interesting. And, and kept digging, 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 and I found a Canadian yak face. Now these figures were never released in this country. Um, you could only get, as far as I know, part of a some kind of set. I think it was a cantina set that you got in Canada. And they had this figure, really good condition, apart from the, kind of a bit of his foot was kind of chopped off, it was obviously chewed off. So you know, act to act cool. And uh, how much is this? Oh, ten p. And yeah, so um, I still got it now. And I went straight down to the docks straight afterwards, you know, quite excited. Went straight down to docks. And he said he would have given me 50 quid for it right there. And I still got it. Yeah, Canadian yak face. Quite cool. Even with the foot slide. Even with the foot slide. Because you just couldn't get him in this country. For years, the only Star Wars toy that ever survived was the Han Solo Hoth gun. (laughs) The figure. The blue one. I spent years trying to find the Hoth, the Empire Strikes Back long coat. Yeah. And Solo, I finally got one, so I've now got a complete one in a bag, but again, it's not worth anything really. I've also got the Millennium Falcon. I've got a complete Millennium Falcon. You bought loads of Star Wars. I, I've got, I've, I've got 
nearly well because I wasn't into Star Wars Reza, then I was back into that. Transformers but um, does that mean you have the B-Wing I've got. I had to have a B-wing, but I've got a, an in- incomplete B-wing. Right. I bought in a pile of junk. I also got an incomplete slave one. I got two or three. The slave one X-rays. was incredible. The way it yeah, shifted around. Absolutely. Yeah, you just to do the, the wings and then the cockpit used to do that as well. And it was fantastic. Like a bit for loading in hands. So yeah, yeah, you did. Absolutely. I was obsessed with your slave one toy. It was absolutely. You used to go around yours after on another half day on a Tuesday. Mm. And you had a half day of college, and we used to go into yours, and I tried to introduce you to Transformers the movie. And you're like this film's fucking stupid. Let's watch Star um, Wars. I'm like, yeah, great. Um, and I just sit there playing with you, saying, "One, which sounds dodgy." <laughs> <laughs> but my, my complete Millennium Falcons actually got the black bead on the bit of string, which was the training droid thingy, the training oh, nice, thingy, yeah, yeah. and that apparently is a very rare. Apparently, I've not been on eBay recently, but you can get quite a bit for When I bought it back 20-odd years ago, Christ, um, <laughs> that alone was worth about 40 quid. Just a little tiny old black, it was like a slightly angled bead, about that big it was. And that's, yeah, so. I miss the days of going down to the antique centre. and looking yeah, absolutely. Like I have to say, I do think, as much as we were saying about eBay, is, you know, Porn for nerds. Oh, it's completely it's ruined. ruined it. It's ruined. The same with comics. Mm. I missed it. I mean, that's why I'm back in section. It's basically, you know, selling off um, a, a guy I know's old collection because he used to be a dealer. He used to go around. He was getting out of it as I was getting uh, into the store, um, opening the store, and it works well. But there's just, yeah, we don't see it like you used mm-hmm. to. You used to have people turn up with lists yeah. of comics they were looking for. Yeah, and now it's. It's great because now it's more younger readers picking up because they can get more from the back issue bin for their money than they yeah. can buy from the new releases, and that's fab. Um, and they like the fact that these and they're probably getting better comics in the case of DC. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, and they like the fact that you know they're older than they are. Yeah, mm. I mean that's got some appeal. But um, it is such a shame, though, the flip side of that that it has it's robbed that. You know, if you tomorrow decided I want to start collecting this. You could just have it yeah. within mm-hmm. a couple of days if you were fed to throw enough money at it and spend a bit of time online. See, eBay's my last resort mate, for stuff. It's my absolute last resort. I mean, if I want a old toy mint on card, eBay's probably the first place to go. But if you just want, like, say I wanted this Dick Tracy figure loose. It's the same. God, God knows how many times now I've turned away people with back issue collections. And, it's no, and some people get quite offended. It's no disrespect to any of the people coming in. But... I can't do anything with them that they can't do on eBay. Mm. And they'll get a little bit more, even with eBay and PayPal fees, because I'm yeah. out of them maybe 40% of what they're worth, and it may take me three or four years to turn them over. Um, whereas they can just put them up on eBay and go for it, because there's always going to be someone searching for Amazing Spider-Man 300 if someone has one to sell. Mm-hmm. And, you know, provided you've got the condition and the grading right and the price is okay. So I'll always give people the tools to grade their own comics and to get the rough mm-hmm. price and give them a bit of advice on, yeah. you know, always remember that in the in the UK, comics have always cost a little bit more than the US. So if you're going to put it up with GDP, put it up a little bit higher yeah. than the US exchange rate would be. But not by much, not so you're ripping people off, just enough to... Back to that in. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because we're going to have to wrap it up then. Let's talk about the toys we buy now. Obviously, we've established we still buy Lego. Uh, um, well, yeah, this is this weird thing where um, most of my things come from nostalgia because I find mostly as a space issue where I'm currently yeah. living. But we don't really have the space to display any toys as much as I'd like to. Although I was, I think I'm reaching that point because I was thinking the other day, I was thinking, God, I wish I had a display cabinet. Like, wouldn't it be nice just to. Because Ben has an amazing one in the corner of his shop, and uh, proud line. Do you want space, Chapman? I think to myself like, um, God, I mean, we need a bell for every time we plug something. <laughs> yeah, 
it'd be great to actually like be able to display stuff. But um, I think my, you know, I, I still have back in my parents' place. I mean, my Lego is still up in the attic. I would love to reclaim it at some point. You know, maybe if we do get a bigger place down the line. But yeah. um, my, it's not quite a toy. But my thing has always been graphic novels. Like I've got, you know, it's not quite the same, but I keep a big collection mm. of those. For me, it was little things like, um, it's going to sound a bit weird, but Magic, the card game, Magic the Gathering. Uh, as a kid, I'd always wanted to play it, but I never had the kind of like, maybe the like pocket money to go buy like a pack or whatever. And I think it was a similar thing to, we're talking about, you know, throwing away your childish things, like, yeah. you know, but then coming back to it. It was a moment in recent life where I was suddenly like, you know what, I could just go and buy some Magic cards. And it's not quite the same. It's a bit of a toy, it's a game, but that felt great in a way. Because I'm, I'm not a competitive player and I'm never going to have an amazing deck, but just actually thinking, I always wanted to play this as a kid, mm. as a kid and now I can. But, I think that but, is definitely something to it, isn't it? That I always wished I had. Yeah, there was an awesome period. They re-released the Turtles 80s toys. Mm. You've got the Donatello, haven't you? Mm -hmm. Which I got all four of those, and they're superb points of articulation, the way you compose them. Um, got those, they released an Earthworm Jim figure a couple of years ago which I bought which is superb and I got a Scott Pilgrim figure that I absolutely love nice. but um, yeah there's I quite like them to do a classic line of Transformers that isn't £100 the new I, I, I mean it's little things like you know it's not that I don't lust after this Lego you know I see it and I think oh that's lovely and I'd Easy like to time. get that yeah you know you just I'd have a bit of lie down for a while but um but the new Transformers I, I think oh, I'd love to have a Transformer again go buy a Transformer but the new toys they're rubbish. Mm. They're rubbish. They're yes. cheap. They're horrible. They don't. I was saying to Ben, the joints because you have to fold them so many times to transform them. Yeah. The joints just don't hold, and they're just but, flimsy. And but ever since you know they started trying to ape or take inspiration from the, the new movie, yeah, to overcomplicate them. The fact is, the old robots had a charm because they looked like a robot, which was once a Volkswagen Beetle. Yeah, which was yeah. Once yeah. A, and now the robot has to look like this kind of CG monstrosity. That takes about but 10 then, minutes of screen time to transform. But then has to collapse into a, into yeah. a car. They, they've worked it the wrong way around. Mm. I mean, yeah. that's the, um, the thing Stuart was touching on there as well, the £100 transformers. They do a masterpiece range, which mm. is kind of taking the original 80s designs and trying to get almost as animation realistic as possible. The Grimlock. Um, oh, the Grimlock was stunning. Oh, yeah. I, I started collecting those, and I started with the original um, Optimus Prime they did, which was sensational. And then moved on to Starscream and Megatron, and then went, this is getting out of hand. And I was at one stage moving almost every nine months. Um, so I just went, no, it's got to stop. Uh, they did a, a new version of the Optimus Prime that came in the trailer now, the original one mm. of the masterpieces didn't. So I sold off my original one and bought that, sold off the other two, and then I sort of managed to stay away, <laughs> despite all the other wonderful... The Grimlock was superb. I bought a Grimlock back from New York Comic Con. In a kind of, I'm going to buy this as stock for the shop, but if no one wants to buy it, it's too expensive. <laughs> man. I happily have it. I will give it. And someone did buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. It's too good. Too good. Uh, 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 you should have before. priced it so high. Well, it was quite expensive compared to then that, you know, Toys R Us was suddenly going, well, we're going to bring them over. So, of course, someone was kind of steering people away from it going, yeah, it's going to be in Toys R Us next week for about 50 quid, whereas I've got it up for 80, so you probably yeah. want to leave it. But there was a slightly, because it was the UK versions, and there were yeah. some slight differences, and the collector went, oh, you've got the US original. Um, yeah, someone did have it. Just about a week, I'd gone and gone to myself, that's still there at the end of this month, then it's finally going home because I need the space for something else. And then someone bought it. <laughs> quite sad loading into the back no I went through a phase um, where I was buying statues instead of toys and I realised toys are just much more fun than statues the cooler statues look toys statues are so are much more expensive fun and, yeah, toys, especially the moulding there um, I just quickly I did recently buy 
another masterpiece transformer though. They bought out Soundwave in the UK. Yes, oh, I saw Soundwave with all the tapes. And he wasn't cheap, and um, bless Ray went over to get him for me because I couldn't make her over. So I'd done the like click and reserve, and she went and picked him up. And um, and he's been transformed back and forth once, and all the takes have been done once, then just put back in the box, <laughs> put away. But um, I think I am getting to the stage. I keep seeing him as we're moving stuff around the house to try and find homes for everything from going. I think it's time to get Soundwave out and on display. Did you see a while ago that she brought out? He's got the touch. <laughs> yeah, that, that's got to be our closing moment tonight. Um, no, all I want is our closing moment. Did you see? Sure. We just seen dead. Just <laughs> see, they did bring out, I think, in Japan, a, a mobile phone which was a transformer, a working mobile phone which also transformed. No way. And they did a sandwich MP3. You'd bring him to work, transforming into a robot, and he'd sit on your desk. And if you had a call, his chest would light up. That you'd is press amazing. the chest, and it was a speakerphone. Nice. No, when oh, when I was at senior school, because I was way into transformers still when I was at senior school um, from the Avon book my mum bought me a pen that transformed into a robot and there was some other piece of thing I took it to school once the shit ripped out of me so much I never took it back oh. I don't know where it is now it wasn't a proper Transformers line thing no. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was a I had a watch that was similar awesome. ah. like the watch clipped off and transformed into I had the Dick Tracy oh, watch my God. I had that he had little flexy little little arms and legs that just kind of looked yeah, like yeah and it was it was a crap transformer and it wasn't actually a transformer it was just you know yeah. we bought something out and, and it fits into like a little base unit that you kind of set it into yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, I that. do you remember the eggs I don't think they have a proper license transformers but they are little silver plastic eggs maybe about three or four inches high they all look the same but they'd all transform into something different yeah I remember no, 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 one of my no, friends no. had one. I don't. I don't think they were properly licensed transformer. No, no, no. I don't know why the egg thing was kind of significant. Well, I realise we missed Zoids as well. Just quickly, yeah, Zoids. 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 first uh, comic comics credit was it? Writing on the UK well, Zords. Uh, that Zoids comic oh. was pretty awesome as well. Beautifully illustrated. I wish I could, you know, just have a look at those again. I think I remember bringing this up a while ago, but I had a transformer. Which, thinking back, it must have been some kind of health hazard, but it was. It wasn't a great transformer. It wasn't one of the high-end models, but it was a little dude who transformed into a kind of scumpy dragon. But he had a wheel on his chest, so if you ran... Sparks. Sparks, sparks flew out of his mouth. Um, yeah. Sparkicons and Throttlebots. Really? So they did, yeah, they did pull back motors. And the, they looked the, awesome. The, the Decepticons, you'd push them along and there'd be sparks coming out. They're... And the uh, Throttlebots would pull back. Because they did... Bumblebee became Gold Bug or something ridiculous. Uh, yes, he did, yeah, in the yeah. last episode of the cartoon. Yeah. Before... They carried it on in Japan, but they never brought it over and redubbed it for America. There was another one where you kind of, like a big stumpy robot, you fold it in half, then you let it go, and then it would like, again, it would spit like um, like Starcom, it would kind of flip. Yeah. No, um, and everyone had it. It was like yeah, blue and the, white. The, the um, top spin and twin twist. Oh, okay. Pull back and they, yeah. I can't remember what they were called. They were awesome. Well, maybe you guys can help me see if you have such encyclopedic knowledge, but I had these four Autobots, which were called... The rescue bots. They weren't great. They were kind of plastic, but I loved them. One was a car, one was a drill, one was a plane, and the other one was a kind of tree lifting device. He had great big claws. And I had them. But the thing that was most frustrating is that they didn't combine. That wasn't their deal. But they each had a socket, which implied they would connect to something else. (laughs) And I have no idea what it was because it was a four robot set. Because there wasn't Technobots that had like. Space Age bike mm. and things, and they did transform into a big dude called Computron. Well, yes. I don't remember. No, no, I mean, I'll have to try and find you a picture, but I swear they're connected to something. Computron, who, ironically enough, in later life set up CompuServe, um, a company that was around for a while. 
Finally, then, from you, what was the uh, what's the toys you were collecting now? Um, I collect Lego, um, but I'm not going to go into that again. Um, I just I just call one off really. I've got the Ed Two Nine, the 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 recent one they've just bought yeah. out of that. I used to collect McFarlane toys for a while. McFarlane toys were great for a while. They were fantastic. Uh, it's just the old one. I, I don't anything that looks cool and sci-fi-ish and robot-ish. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> all of those. Yeah. Summer of Love Spawn. <laughs> Winter of Discontent. Get fit with Jane Fonda Spawn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, like I said, I love yeah. the Funko toys as well. I think they're awesome because I really loved the Mighty Mugs when they did them. Yeah. Which. Uh... Oh, and my wife collects Vinylmation as well. Yes, they're very cool as well. You've got quite an awesome nerd thing going on in your dining room. Yes, we do. But, um... Disneyfied. But, yeah, um... Yeah, I think that's, that's, yeah. I think that's pretty much... Oh, just quickly, just because it just popped into my head. Does anybody remember the Terminator 2 playset that you got the exoskeleton and then you pushed the game thing down oh, and put the skin on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to peel it off. I wanted that so badly, but I was never allowed it because my mum, probably rightly so, said no, because I'm not trying to get all that shit out of my carpet. Which is exactly the way it would have gone. Yeah, and that's probably why I would ban hearing from having them now. <laughs> Isn't it terrible? You pretty much do turn into your parents. Oh, you know, don't mean to. <laughs> my found myself getting really grumpy about little tiny slights that he doesn't mean at all. And I realise I remember tiptoeing around my mum for weeks after she'd get dead. She was I've become that person. It's like I said to you the other day when I had to tell Jack off because I went upstairs and found him just wet in toilet paper for no reason. <laughs> I felt really guilty for shouting out because I remember doing the exact same thing. It's just some weird fascination about making capes out of toilet paper, wet in toilet paper for no <laughs> apparent reason. The one that makes me laugh is when they are utterly convinced that they have pulled, over, pulled a unique one over on you, and you're like, "You are aware of I did this?" <laughs> and my parents call me out because they don't. I think it's because they don't yeah. realise that we were once their age. They don't. It's like, you know, I used to do that when you were a kid. It's like, what in olden times? No. Yeah, I have oh, no concept of my parents being kids. Like, they have absolutely no idea what my dad looked like as a child. Hmm. It's just he's carefully never shown me photos. Of, like I've got an idea what my mum looked like, but my dad not. Really. It's it's kind of that thing like we said before about um, Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones. Like, we don't need to see him as a child. He's a fully formed character. Come episode, uh, come in Strikes Back. Same with our parents. They what, just arrive fully formed. What I will say though is that sort of the, the start of the eighties, the point where toys are marketed often with cartoons to go with them. My parents hated it, but there was something about it that means we can still have this nostalgia value. Yeah. You would have this sort of conversation with my parents and people their age, so they'd be like, Do you remember Jacks? Where you drop a ball and pick up a bunch of metal things as quickly as you could. It's not the same, is it? Do you remember Conkers? Do you remember Discus? Do you remember Discus the first time they had Discus? That was a great summer. Wouldn't that be awesome? Hula Hoop the movie. Which they kind of did with Hudsucker Proxy, but. <laughs> Remember the Space Hopper movie? Whoa. Turn for Battleship the bit and leave it up. Bugger. And they're doing a Monopoly one, aren't they? Yeah. I, I'm going to say something horrible. I actually quite enjoyed Battleship. It was shit, don't get me wrong, but I just really switched off. Like, I had such low expectations that I really sailed through it enjoying it. I, I, I was watching a review by well, popular... Drive Angry. Drive Angry is fantastic. It's great. I was watching a, a popular internet series of reviews and they, they touched on Battleship and they're saying it's the stupidest movie they've ever seen and that's, and that's coming from... They've had to sit through the Michael Bay Transformers movies. But they couldn't quite work out why a Michael Bay Transformers movie 
was offensively stupid, whereas <laughs> Battleship was kind of endearingly stupid. It's, sort of, it's just so dumb, but it's kind of entertaining. Yeah. Right, anyway, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this one, so uh, it's uh, goodbye from... Uh, John, oh, before we do, could we have a quick shout out for the next Cheltenham Drink and Draw? Cheltenham Drink and Draw, where of course the theme this time is Ding. Lego <laughs> Toys. Um, <laughs> so the, July the 1st, we'll be at the Boston Tea Party from 6.30. Um, the theme is there if people sort of turn up and go, I've got a blank piece of paper and a pencil, and that's massively intimidating and I don't know what to draw, then you can do something Lego. Can I bring a Lego and glue it onto a bit of paper? Well, and draw around happy it. Some people will just bring Lego and make some Lego and then decide to sketch it like a still life, whereas other people will awesome. then just kind of do minifig versions of stuff or this is what a Lego this would look like and so on and so forth. You know, and some people will just go, I'm not doing the theme, that's stupid, and do something else, and that's also fine. But um, it's because the Lego movie is going to be out later in July um, in the UK. Um, and so on and so forth. So, yeah. And last month, the first, the inaugural episode, if you will, of the Chum Drink and Draw was a resounding success. Yeah, massively. How to draw your dragon, if you yes. will. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is, the turnout was astounding, and people just got on with it. It's say, also one of those ones that how's that, how's it ended up happening? Me, that I can't really draw for Toffee, and you are the writer of <laughs> yeah. the comic rather than the artist. Of the I, and I, we're I, the ones organising it, but it's wonderful. It's, um, yeah. And you got media coverage as well. Yes, yes so. more than he got. <laughs> <laughs> For which one? When we got top trumps tournament. That went so well. Managed to block Paul Michael from the echo into the corner. The poor gentleman with the blacks on. He got bewildered in the corner. It's a hundred uh, odd comic people. Um, we should also plug as well True Believers Day, where you yeah. can buy your tickets early. It's going to be here at Paradise Line. We're going to have some artists along on the day as well, doing sketches and the like and selling their work. That's the same week, isn't it? So Tuesday the 1st of July is Drink and Draw Boston Tea Party and then Saturday the 5th is True, True Believers Day, Day here at be from so. 10 till half 4, 5-ish, depending on where it goes. We'll have cosplayers out in town as well, dishing out flyers. Uh, if you come along and get your tickets early, you get entered into a competition to become the Generalismo of the con, of the con where you're going to win a goodie bag full of prizes that we're going to be adding to between now and the convention. I keep telling people it's the perfect time to come and ask you all the questions. They yeah, meaning to that's it. Come along and ask us questions. We will do a proper True Believers podcast soon, but we're sort of at that weird in-between stage where there's nothing exciting to tell you about other than me well, drawing boxes on a bit of paper. Just because it can never be said enough, when is it, uh, Stu, the big event? Now? The big the event, the main event itself, is on Saturday, the 7th of February at Chapman Racecourse. Um, we got guests. We've got some guy called John Locke. who Hack. Hack, nobody's ever heard of him. His mate Nick Angel. The collective John Locke. Um, we've got Jack Ademus, we've got Lee Townsend, Lee Garber, Dylan Teague, Emma Vicelli, uh, Emma Brown, a Mrs. Um, Lawrence Campbell, and Neil Adams Yay. Is, our, is our big guest. So come and buy your tickets early to 100% make sure that Neil Adams is coming. Because if we tell him we've only sold a few tickets, he'll probably tell us to piss off. So. <laughs> Now, there's a lot of buzz on the comic scene he said, in the UK, and people are quite excited about it. I think it's well, um, What Stuart was saying earlier is don't wait to buy a ticket because the earlier you buy it, the more chances you'll get entered into the. Round. The earlier you buy your ticket, the more money we know we've got, so the yeah. better we can make the event for you as well. So it's beneficial for you to buy. I know it's like you're parting with your money now and you're not going to get anything till the tickets will be sent to you in November. We'll give you a little something on the day when you buy it, just a little collector's card or something cool like that. Um, we'll be selling mugs as well. Um, like Ben says, you can ask us any questions you've got. Um, I'd avoid the subject amount of steel. <laughs> please, please um, do. 
Um, so, yeah, so, for the so that's Saturday the 5th for that. And, um, what was wrong with Man of Steel? Why should you have Well, <laughs> <laughs> we're a No, we're wrapping up. That would be amazing, actually. You've got to do that one. <laughs> Read any Superman comic from the John Byrne reboot to around 1996, and you'll find out everything that was wrong with oh, Man yeah. of Steel. Um, yeah, so I think we should sign off by saying what Lego set they've not made yet of a movie that you'd like to see made. For me, I want to see a Footloose Lego set. I want a little Kevin Bacon Lego with a little yes. bar to spin around and a little Volkswagen Beetle. Andy? Johnny Five. Nice. Short circuit. Django Unchained. In Lego. Interesting. In Lego. Do you know, it's one they've already done, but I really want to see the train from Back to the Future 3 because you've just oh, God, ever done yeah. a toy to, as far as I'm aware of that train and it was I love it yeah that would be awesome. train. Um, so yeah that in Lego particularly if it was then compatible with the Lego train sets so you could land it on the, and kind of trundle around and then just turn it into the flying but push it off the stairs kind yeah. of thing yeah. and watch this you know four hours of hard work building Lego explode <laughs> <laughs> this um, the way my Dukes of Hazzard car went when I threw it down the stairs doing a stunt jump just shattered I and it was die cast metal as well I guess that's the other thing we touched on about that, you know all the die cast cars that I was um, seeing when I was working at FP are now coming out as Lego it feels like Ecto-1 mm. and the DeLorean so I guess the thing I need to complete that is kit especially if it was kit complete with the super pursuit mode where randomly bits seemed to fall off it and it got faster. on the 18 van yeah in fact <laughs> do, both, do the 18 van and uh, the and fuck it I want a full Magnum PI set I want a little Lego Tom Selleck and do the General Lee as well complete with the point you have to stuff the minifigures in through the windows <laughs> awesome and on that note it's goodbye from John <laughs> so long from Ben <laughs> from some weird French dude I'll be the same farewell isn't it and it's uh, till all the one from me um, you've been listening to the Nose Who Haunted Themselves, the podcast that has the touch.